Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Paul is a pain in the ass sometimes, but now he has a pain in the ass. Well, as hard as the Patriots had it in Buffalo, I don't think anybody's got it harder than Paul's doctor right about now. The oceanographers are there. It's like, do we have a B12 here? What's going on? We're all going to be there sooner or sooner. They've all got a year in the program now. Let's, Let's give it a little bit more time before we rush to start cutting people. People are just way too impatient at just... Rubs me the wrong oh, way. Oh, yeah. You know, that really grinds my gear. Got to try to find a Paul Cadence to do uh, this with. So, yeah. last week, all had a pretty good week. Some of us more than others. And it was not a pretty one no. um, for the entire crew. We've got, in first place, a three-way tie. Overall. <laughs> by, by the way, uh, Blendy, who actually keeps the right score, <laughs> confirmed that in the regular season, of yep. course, Eric did win. Mm. But I beat Paul by a game. Somewhere Paul is shaking his fist. (laughs) If he's he's, awake. (laughs) This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It's Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. And uh, Patriots Nation is is a lot of consternation. I had us tied. I know. Blundy had me up by one. Anyway. Uh, a lot I'm of sure con- I shorted you a pick. <laughs> yes. A lot of consternation in Patriots Nation because what they witnessed over the weekend, and by the way, a great weekend of football. Awesome. Yep. Made up for the weekend before. Uh, but we don't have that. And we want that. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I think I think um, it made people realize, like, in terms of that level of play from the quarterback position, we got a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you could ever get there. What those guys do with Mac no, Jones. Not to can't. say that Mac Jones can't win, but those guys are special. Yeah, I thought it was more in terms just of the level of play. Now, obviously, quarterback is, I mean, Allen and Mahomes just right. threw they, haymakers they, they put at on each a other. Show. Yeah. For the, la- the yeah. last two minutes of that game were insane. They, those are the best two teams in the league, I think. Yeah, and it's a shame mm. that they had to play in the division around, but you're right, Fred. They have four games go down to the very last play of the game, one after another. Right. Yeah. I was just surprised I mean, how you much can't, you can't break the NFL. It's yeah. it's unbreakable. It was it was, and especially after last week, there weren't there were a lot of bad games, and I it just it was awesome. Into but it was a prelude, <laughs> prelude, uh, and I was surprised that I found myself rooting for Buffalo. Like cool. I don't really try to think about it too much, but as I was watching the game when they nice. were making, I'm like, let's go. I mean, I, I'm probably not alone. I know a lot of Patriots fans don't want to see Kansas City win again, but uh, but I was I was legitimately invested in them trying to win that game. So. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed. I was not too I was mad. And yeah, Mike bu- had a hard Bills time with defense. that one. <laughs> I was. I was mad at the Bills defense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you can't play defense for 13 seconds after what your quarterback <laughs> just did It was for embarrassing. You. It I was. mean, oh, well, that's it. Paul said it. No one thought it was over. Like, I said it to Tyson when I was watching it. You said it, too. That, that, the thing Everybody that stuck was out like, to me. Too much time. Is there's 13 seconds left. And I, like I told Mike, I had like three different text chains going at the time. Like, the only thing I did which I try very hard to do all of the time on those weekends. I stayed off Twitter. Um, but I had, like, all kinds of interactions going on. And everybody. There was, like, 11 different people. 13 seconds. Mahomes, you never know. Like, right. nobody right. counted him out. And there's only, to me, two guys. It's Brady and Mahomes that people would have acted like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, 13 seconds, you would say the game is over. And as good as the quarterback play was, I, the defenses Awful. weren't good. I mean, Awful. that Brady game, 27-3, to I mean, 
that was like a, a meltdown. Well, that was oh, the, the, the Rams. Their defense down. played yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. their the, offense. The killed defense them. played right. good, but it was a meltdown to allow Brady to get back into it. Yeah, you know? four, I mean, mm. four fumbles and a missed field goal in, in, in basically a half. It was yeah. a half and a play. Yeah, um, just unbelievable. And then the Green Bay game. I I just think. I don't know what was going on with Green Bay's offense, but it it just seems like throughout the game, Rodgers was pouty and just didn't want to go to anyone except, you know, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. It's just like there's other guys you can go to. And I I don't, you know, I'm not buying it was the, the cold. That oh no no them. no yeah. no way no yeah that I mean the, the conditions didn't help I right. mean obviously it's harder in bad conditions but I mean he's played in that yeah absolutely of times. yeah so I don't know what was going on there I you know he's I don't think he's long for Green Bay but I don't know otherwise like you know getting this back to the Patriots I you know I think a lot of Patriots fans were like holy crap <laughs> yeah. you know that's what you there have was to, a lot of that yep. that's what you have Sunday to do night. to win now uh oh yeah yeah and I I I get it. Um, but I also think, like, I watched it and I said, all these guys have two awesome weapons. You know, and it's not, like, seven different guys. It's two guys. So, I mean, you know, I, I, on one hand, I know it's hard to get those guys, and we talk about it 60% of the time on the radio show of how to get that kind of player into the system. But, you know, I, I, I think that there's a clarity of that. And then I also think coming out of it, you're like, do we even try on defense anymore? Like, what's the point? <laughs> you know, yeah. like well, nobody can do anything anymore. Um, obviously, that, that's I think silly, when but. you have two guys like Allen and Mahomes who are that on throwing, yeah. and then willing to run, it I don't know how matter. you stop that. And it didn't. Yeah. Oh, like, the, yeah. the, the weapons thing to me is of far less significance as that. Yeah, just like, the quarterback. What do yeah. you like? When you do cover them, they just run for the twenty first, yards. Like the first, you know? the, the first possession of the game. Well. Th- the Bills went down the field and scored. Then Kansas City gets it, and it's like a third down. He runs up the – Mahomes runs mm. up the middle, 35 yards. Crazy. It was like, where is everybody? Yeah. Like, the de- like to your point, like, can you even play defense anymore? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. So, so, you know, job number one, I think, for the Patriots this offseason is how do we – how do we, in Bill's words, keep up with Josh Allen in a game? Goes, But the, Paul wrote yeah. the story last week. you yeah. got to get fast. You need speed. Yeah. But you I mean, overall like, speed. like we're not going you to, read that? we're not going to yeah, like all of a sudden have yes. an offense that's as high powered as them, you know, <laughs> right. whether it's Kansas City or, you know, even Cincinnati or Buffalo. So we've got to win in a different way. We've got to blend it. You know, we've got to figure out how to make a couple stops throughout the game and keep up that way because. You know, when all of a sudden, you know, Mac Jones isn't going to become one of those quarterbacks. We're not going to get a Tyreek Hill all of a sudden. No. You know, we're going to have to figure it out another way. Well, like, you could. I mean, to Deuce's point, you could get a Tyreek Hill all of a sudden. Like, if, yeah, if he's available in free yeah. agency, if like, you get somebody yeah. like that or you draft somebody, now you've got your two offensive, you know, powerhouses to yeah. complement the quarterback. I mean, that's easier to do than yeah. I think to rebuild the defense and get, add speed and over the Tyree you know, Kill is the three you know, levels. The number one like yeah. that's speed at a different level. Yeah. But you need to get some guys that are faster. Yeah. Right. I mean so look at both Buffalo. sides. Look so, at Buffalo. so when the yeah. game you know, so when you're when you're playing in a game like that, you can throw a crosser to a guy who can do what Tyree Kill uh-huh. did. Uh, at the end of the oh, game, waving uh, by the bye bye. Earlier <laughs> in the game he threw a little screen to Nicole Hardman. Yeah. yeah. Who Took a meaningless little flip and yep. you know went twenty five yards for a touchdown just yeah. by you yeah. know scooting by everybody. The Patriots don't have that ability, mm. and that would I mean all quarterbacks would benefit from that kind of that right. kind of playmaking. Yeah, right? and I think also too you know talk about the Bills benefit the running game. You know I think I mean I still think that you talk about beating the Bills. I still think you need 
a running game. If they're going to stick with their kind of defensive philosophy, it, you can't lean completely on it. And I don't really – I'm not trying to say that they should continue down the road of we're going to power run, we're going to ta- you know zig what everybody's zagging. I don't buy that, but I think that – if they have just a little bit more speed and ability to have big plays, they got to think more about the pass. It might open stuff up for Harrison Stevenson, and I think those are two good running backs that you can, you know, produce with and, and yeah. potentially get Buffalo out of their game. But it's a and, the, and then the other off. thing that emerged uh, from the weekend, you know, because another uh, a team other than the Patriots lost yeah. uh, in overtime in you know uh, one possession fashion. So we got to change the overtime rules yep. now. Mm. Yep. You know, I, I mean. I'm open to suggestions, you know. I just I don't really understand the Patriots' role in this. See, if the Patriots had been victim of this, no one would care about changing the rules. But any other so, team that's victim to so it. So the last time this became a big deal, right? Kansas Cur- City lost. Yeah. Right. Right. Did they change it? They wanted to, but they didn't. Kansas but they City didn't. Had I know, but Kansas City so, pet- petitioned the league to change it. Right. But now but what so happened what, again? Again, what did this have to do with the Patriots? So the, it, it wasn't a Patriots team that lost. So again, there's an uproar. We have to change it. I don't. I'm not saying they will, but but no, they I have it, to change. I it. I think it's just that it was it was a shame that the Bills lost the way they did, and people are saying that one was right. a stretch. And what I'm saying, Eric, <laughs> is if it was the Patriots, they wouldn't say it's a shame. Oh, of course they would. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> No, they wouldn't. First of all, the Patriots would never lose a coin toss. So you're saying let's let's call it what it is. So if the Patriots, I mean, if the Chiefs had won the coin toss against New England in 2019 and gone and and that would never no one would care. No one would care. People would care. They'd be happy. I love these rules. It didn't give the (laughs) Patriots a chance. Every time, keep them in. Every time an overtime ends on the first drive. This happens, yeah. regardless of it, the winner or loser. Yeah, it wouldn't have happened anyway. All right. Anyway, yeah. it, it right. does. And, and Mike now, knows what I'm saying. The coin toss. Mike and Fitzy know what since, I'm saying. Since they changed, <laughs> since they changed the overtime, <laughs> since they yeah, that's a good crew to be with. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sorry, Mike. Um, since hurt. they changed the overtime rule, the the coin in for the playoffs is ten and one, yeah. which so is the coin weird toss too. Because in the regular season, it's much more even. Uh, so I, 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 by the way, the winning percentage you know? d- does not calculate. Did you see that text? Mm-mm. They're ignoring the ties. Oh, really? They're counting the ties as so, as, so, as uh, losses. Uh, uh, so like it. I have a proposal. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. I mean, a very complicated proposal. Well, it's it's not too complicated. Um, so every both teams get a possession. So if the Patriots go down, score a touchdown. An the offensive other, possession. Yeah. If you know, obviously turnover, defensive Doesn't score, it, it ends. Yeah. It. But Patriots go if they score, no matter what, touchdown, field goal, the other team gets a possession. If at the end of two possessions it's still tied, mm-hmm. you play out the quarter no matter what. So not sudden death, you play out the quarter, and whoever's winning at the end of the quarter wins. If the quarter ends and it's still tied, you go back to the start. Coin flip, and you play the quarter. You play it over from as if it's starting overtime again. Yeah, I, I, I have no problem with that. I would just play another quarter yeah. and just have right. it be a time. Why quarter. does it got to be a thing? Just like Bill Belichick, <laughs> play an extra session. Another thing, you know, <laughs> I, I regular football. Another thing, I'm in agreement with Bill on. I, I just don't really know how why it's so hard to just play right. a quarter of football. So you're saying in the play, like if, in, in the, the playoffs, yeah, if you want to yeah. keep the regular season the way it is, yeah. right. fine. Because right. you don't want them to play that much more. Right. You want the windows. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that stuff in the yep. playoffs. But right. you're saying keep playing full quarters in in the playoffs until if, there's if it's, a – If it's tied after two possessions, each possession, mm. yeah. play the play out the quarter. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay with Fred's thing there, but I would just say we're going to play a quarter. Right. 
and whoever has the most points after this fifth <laughs> quarter wins. But if it's a tie at the Novel. end of the fifth quarter, then you play Keep a sixth going. quarter. Right. We're going to play right. another quarter. Yes. Wow. That, right. Wow. But that's a lot, that's of, a lot football. of football. I, I, I would take him off. It's an extra 30 <laughs> minutes. Paul, let's go. What, I, I don't understand what's the difference. Well, just you the, have the op- wear and tear. You have the opportunity I mean, you to get do like that now. Worn out. There, there the have been plenty of double overtime playoff games. I know. I know. But, it, like, if it's tied after one quarter, you're guaranteed to play another quarter. That's a lot. I mean, just score. And, and how many tired. times would that happen? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just don't like the idea of the coin toss being such a so, – such yeah. an instrumental mm-hmm. part. And yeah. listen. It was the only you, mistake Josh Allen made all night. It still would be because you still would have the advantage if you get the ball first. Mm-hmm. You still would have that advantage. But what I, so, he, so in overtime, he wants the ball what first. What if he did it? I see now. Yes, because the game ends if I score. <laughs> I'm just teasing. God. What if what if the coin toss was uh, replaced? Someone, someone didn't defer this weekend and got black. I forget. <laughs> someone got, I, for, I forget. Someone if got black. If I cared, I would have remembered. <laughs> what, if, what if the coin toss was replaced by the team that had the lead for the most amount of time in the game gets the choice? Yeah. Something in, other than a coin toss. I've never considered that. How about rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. <laughs> The yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, and I'm not a, a huge. I don't have a huge, huge problem with a lot of the alterations that people have have had. But at the same time, um, I I don't think we talked about enough of, of Buffalo um, in the last 13 seconds. I just don't understand. I know. I don't understand what they well, were doing. As, really as your guys say, Red Ass McDermott is he um, culpable for any of that? Well, he's the head coach. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that the bigger um, the the bigger problem was the defense. Yeah, and I have. I mean, you can make an argument that they called timeout, so McDermott had to be on board with whatever they were doing. Yeah, right. Um, but I put it on Leslie Frazier. Those two plays, uh, absolutely. I thought they had nobody jamming the receivers. They had no pressure on the passer. They had uh, all of the the coverage sort of focused outside the numbers. I I, I didn't think anything as if they had no in, uh, timeouts. Anything I, know, that, right? I didn't think did, anything. They had any all their timeouts. They could yeah. do whatever they wanted. It I didn't think sense. anything they did made any sense. Yeah. In, in addition to not kicking the ball off properly, but I think they should have made. To me, that's the least Kansas, of it. Yeah. I think Kansas City. They should have made Kansas City return it to try to take a play away. I yeah. I, I can understand the thinking behind what they did on the kickoff because. You do run a risk, however small it is, yeah. that the guy's going to return. I think you could make an argument that there was a better chance that they're going to return the kick for a touchdown than what happened happened. Or even that they return it like close enough to midfield. So it's only one play. Right. right. Yeah. So I can understand that. But if you're going to do that, you need to play some defense. That makes sense. Like yeah. Paul said, they, like, if you're not going to rush Mahomes – then drop nine or ten guys and flood the zones and don't give Kelsey yeah. and 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 Hunt Make sure you tackle the ten yards. Yeah, if they get the ball right. Right, not thirty. Force them to use that timeout and like now they you know they're incrementally trying to move up and then time runs out on them. Like you can't do what they did. I just don't get it. And that's why I was I was really mad because I felt like they wasted the, the tremendous one of the most tremendous efforts I've seen a quarterback in what in what uh, Josh Allen did, especially like. The circumstances, like every time Kansas City scored, they had to respond. They yeah. responded, yep. and it was like long drives. Third, well, the fir- like third and fourteen, and they uh, scored. I know, oh, the, but that the, one. The, the first drive that they <laughs> how does he get that wide they open took, on that the one. first drive that they took the lead on, that they ended up scoring on fourth and thirteen. Like that drive was unbelievably clutch. The, yeah. the plays that Josh Allen made on that drive, and then. You know, these people like, oh, the defender fell down. Did you see how he fell down? Yeah, because he was scrambling around and making no. him. 
He just Gabe Davis went down the Hit field, the broke the to the oh, outside, yeah. and cut inside, yeah. and made the guy. He broke yeah. the guy's He's ankles. Like, I'm if talking about play, Allen. If that play happened on the, what what what, what are we doing here? What, what, construction going on, going on up there. If that play had happened Bring in the, the NBA, ESPN would have suspended all operations and just run, ran that play for like 24 hours straight. Because yeah. whenever a guy like breaks down someone yeah. off the dribble in the NBA, that's what he did with the absolute game on the line, and no one even talks about I, it. Uh, yeah. And I, but I, I, I thought you were talking about Josh Allen's big plays, and I'm not even talking about his throws. Like to escape the pressure in the pocket, he made some incredible moves to get away from pressure on several of those throws, oh, including yeah. the two point conversion. And uh, and that poor defensive back that he ran over to that was just yeah. like knocked like that dude out. It was, oh, yeah. it was like that the was outline on the field. I mean, the game itself was unbelievable. And I know that purists probably look at it and say, "Well, geez, you know, there was no defense at all." And you're right, there wasn't. But you know, anytime you get 25 points scored in the last minute, yeah. 54, it, it was it or was, whatever it was. The like silly you're watching, number. like I, this I'm, is amazing. I, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah, you know. No, no, not not necessarily related to the, the th- last 13 seconds, though. But do you feel like at any point the NFL is going to change and, and give the defense back a little bit? Uh, it just seems like right now that that we're seeing more and more defenses that just can't really I don't do anything. Do I, I don't know because well, the thing think is, about how exciting people were about this weekend. Mm-hmm. Why? Because mm-hmm. of the offenses. No one talked about the. No one yeah, was talking no one about, talked like, about but, the Packers game. Right. Like that. <laughs> but mm. to be fair about it, I mm. mean. Allen and Mahomes are rare talents. Elite. Yes. I mean, there's not going to yeah. be like a, a slew of quarterbacks that can do what they can do. Yeah. I mean, forget about the running, which is amazing. Just the angles that they can Watch. get these passes away. Like, like yeah. for all we and talk velocity. about, for right. all we talk about, the, like the the last two passes that Mahomes did, the, you know, the 13 seconds and how bad the defense was. Watch where the ball goes to Kelsey on the last play, and watch how he hits him. Yeah. Absolutely, perfectly in stride, and evidently that was an ad lib yeah, by Kelsey. Right. To yeah, yep. um, to have him be that in tune with his guy and put it mm. because if he has to like stop, turn, that's probably going to give the guy time to tackle him. The route was an ad lib, you said. Yeah, wow. yeah, they like work something out before. Wow. Not usually what they do. Yeah, and and, and uh, he just puts it right on him. He didn't make him slow down at all. It's not the fastest guy in the world, Kelsey. It's not Tyree Kill. So he had to give it to him. So we could get upfield. And the other thing that really struck me, and I know a ton of guys had this, these videos yesterday, and I think Golovsky had a great breakdown. Just how, you know, you, you contrast this with what Dallas did the week before, and everybody knew exactly what, what to, to do. do. Yep. This lineman, a rookie, the line. a rookie center running down the field on the Kelsey play, going like this. Like the center yeah. is, is calling timeout. Everybody knew exactly what they had to do, where they had to go. The Rams game, the Rams, they go 44 yards down the field and were able to spike the ball with ease. Like, they were over the ball to the point where Stafford was waiting because he knows if someone isn't aligned properly or if someone makes a movement, that's a 10-second runoff. The game's over. Right. Well, overtime it would have been. But they had plenty of time, and he waited and waited and waited, snapped it and spiked it with four seconds left. Right, <laughs> that's just, whoops. that's one of the oh. sickest moves ever. They're just showing that, that, that play, Gabriel Davis. Davis. Yeah. Oh he just God. fell down. Right. If the, I'm telling you, if this was the NBA, he looked like he ESPN shot would show that play in perpetuity. Yeah, he doesn't. He looks like a sniper shot him. Yeah, 
You know who got it? <laughs> yeah. You know who got it bad too was one of the Patriots' defensive backs la- last week against Josh Allen. Do you remember that Busby. one? Was Busby? Yeah. 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 And me- like remember I said I, <laughs> I I am absolving him of all responsibility. <laughs> yeah. On that, remember yeah. what I, I said? I can't. I can't make fun of that practice, practice squad guy. Just he comes up on the practice squad for like a, a half hour and, and, yeah. and has that happen. Gets to thrust him. into right. that situation. Um, then you know our quarterback on lease, Brady. Um, you know <laughs> on lease. I like that, Freddie. Did you just be thinking that one? Yeah, uh, that was good. Twenty-seven to three, and yes, you know he was allowed to come back in that game. It wasn't all Brady that did it. No, but yeah, but if little. there was a it's guy who was going to do exactly. it, you know, like it's it's Brady and. That's another one. Al Michaels up. was saying it like in the first half. Right. You know, you think you think Brady's going to have a conversation with his, his teammates? Say, uh, I remember being down right. twenty eight to three. So twenty seven, twenty seven. Missed um, business opportunity for some. I was ready to go on another <laughs> round of teas. I'm telling you. Yeah, just just unbelievable. Uh, but then some comments after the, um, you know, this just this last week, um, I think, lended more toward retirement than anything I've yeah. ever heard him say yeah, after weary. So I'm going to read it because yeah. he had it on his podcast yeah, last, last night. It was on um, the Let's Go podcast yeah, with, he, with Jim Gray. He, he was asked uh, some questions Tom. about it and he said um, and, and I care a lot about what they're trying to accomplish as a team and I care a lot about my teammates and the biggest difference now is that I'm older and as my, you know and I have my kids now too you know and they care I care a lot about them as well. They've been my biggest supporters. My wife is my biggest supporter. It pains her to see me get hit out there, and she deserves what she needs from me as a husband, and my kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. And I'm going to spend some time with them and give them what they need because they've really been uh, giving me what I need the last six months so I can go out and do what I love to do. I said this a few years ago. It's what relationships are all about. It's not always about what I want. It's what we want as a family, and I'm going to spend a lot of time with them and figure out the future, uh, figure out in the future what's next. So that to me is as close to oh, yeah. as ever been. So if I'm Tampa, I'm like, okay, great. What are you doing? Because we need to plan for 2023. Yeah, right. Um, or 2022. 2022. Yeah. You know, what are you doing? Mm. And you got to tell us sooner than later. Well, because and we got free agency and the draft and everything else. And I think Rogers had the same sort of honest response when he was asked about his situation and he said look I'm going to take a little bit of time but then when I get back I'm going to talk to the people here meaning Green Bay and you know you know figure it out and work and he said I'm going to do it before free agency or any of that stuff starts so like he's already like said like I'm going to make a decision so that it doesn't affect the the fortunes of the team which hopefully he is a man of his word and he's going because and he's and honestly again he said I don't want to be a part of a rebuild right. and that's where they're headed they're yeah. gonna they they got to turn it over to the new quarterback and they gotta yeah. find a way to to have life after Rodgers and, and Adams because Adams is going so yeah. you know when you think about it Brady and Wilson and Rodgers and you know, there's there could be more movement of star players this offseason than we've seen in a while yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know do you think there's any chance Brady my notes about that oh <laughs> uh, do you think Brady plays anywhere else is there a chance next year Tampa Tampa retirement well if the it? reasons he quits or the reason he leaves Tampa is for what he said yeah. then no right I think I mean why is it any different if you're yeah. in San Francisco than Tampa right. Bay? I think there's a chance but I, I I'm with Fred mm. yeah but he's really fraudulent if he, right. if right. he just yeah. wants to play somewhere I think I saw else. Florio kind of speculating that maybe yeah. this but was where, a little bit like of a, where would the, uh, where Tennessee, would, San Francisco. I mean, depending on what, if yeah, Garoppolo I mean, San Francisco is perfect because you you got a guy who the rookie who could use another year sitting on the bench watching, 
you know, mm-hmm. just like Garoppolo did here. And, yeah. you know, who New better Orleans. to watch than Tom Brady, right. you know? So that would make sense. if I was There's Sanford's, a lot of teams. Yeah. I, no, yeah. that's why that's why I ask. And, you know, I, I mean, Tampa still has a lot of good pieces, but, you know, it's just it's – you can tell it's starting to come apart a little bit. There's like, a lot of nonsense and they got to rebuild. Yeah. Well, I think – see, that's part of what I, – I think he's tired of coaching and playing. And I'm not talking about being the GM. I think he'd do that forever. I think he loves the ability to pick and choose the players he wants to play with. I think he loves that power. Mm. But I don't think he wants to say, guys, you can't jump offside. Right. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. guys, can't yeah. do that. You know? <laughs> and I think hand. that's what he has to do. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think he has to do everything. I for think that he doesn't they, have they, the patience. They suffer from, as my brother likes to say, terminal stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened with Arians hitting somebody? I like I saw you got that fired. I saw it. Was it. The wild card game. I didn't even see. Yeah. It. I, I just heard that was Woody Hayes like. Somebody. Oh, I don't think he deserved yeah. anything. Come on, he slapped the guy. The in The only helmet. the only difference between that and Woody Hayes is he he smacked a guy in his own team. Yeah, that's the only difference. Like that ain't all right for me if someone hits me like that. I'll tell you that. Somebody who made a mistake slapped him. Upside oh yeah, the he head. was he was. There was, was like a pile. Huddle. Yeah, there was a pile. I, I don't remember if it was a fumble, but there was a guy. You know, and it's a penalty. Like you start taking guy. You know, you, he didn't. Yeah, really, yeah. He didn't really do it. He was just kind of. And Arians, like the as my brother says, the red faced dummy just comes <laughs> yeah. running out onto the field and whacks him in the side of the head. Like, not cool. Not yeah. cool. <laughs> like the three stooges out there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I <gouging. laughs> I am. I mean, yeah. he he sounds like Arians sounds like a great guy to like oh, sit yeah. down at a bar with and just talk about crap for like a half hour. But I wouldn't want him as my coach. Yeah, oh, I, I think he's kind of he's kind of losing it when it goes when yeah, it starts going bad. It feels yeah. like yeah. it's hard. Exactly. It's hard for him to when to it's good get everybody back good. on the straight and yeah. narrow. And and last and year everything kind of was pulling. And, and a lot of people feel like that that was a big part of some of their issues. Now Brady's so good, it didn't matter. I mean, they still yeah. won thirteen games. But um, even this last play, you know, they they went zero cover blitz on the last play. Right and. Instead of like sort of saying, yeah, that might have been a little more aggressive, he, he puts it on the players. But right. Some of them, some of them didn't get the call. Right. And basically, he's calling out Levante David because everybody's sort of going back and looking to see what they may he may have been talking mm-hmm. about. Like that that doesn't endear you to you to your players. It's not the first time he's done that. No, too, he did it to Brady he, I, the right. first game of, the, the, yeah. of Brady's career. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now Brady, you know, obviously, you know, <laughs> really, you're gonna yeah. do that to me, yeah. like. But for others, it's like well, to me that's a just different deal. it's yet another example of what happens when a team succeeds. It's hard. But that's to, been him. It's that's hard to whole, just keep things together. That's yeah. his whole tenure. Like he's, yeah. um, you know, like Matt Smith does it great. No sock. He's like, I'm BA. I, I no one's gonna tell me what to do. Right. I'm B. I'm call me BA. You know, <laughs> like yeah, that's, Brackus. that's what he is. I pity the fool. I'm not flying. Yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting off season, as always. Yeah, as always. I mean, I and but if Brady stays, they're a Super Bowl contender again. Sure. I mean, let's mm. you know we can throw all the dirt you want on Tampa. You know, as long as Brady's their yeah. quarterback, much was like it, was the case here. Yeah, well, they'll still be a Super Bowl contender. Interesting that Godwin was kind of his primary guy. I mean, I know he was still able to do it, but it was you know it, it was a question of with Evans and even you know Antonio briefly there, but you know Godwin seemed like his guy. So I mean, maybe if he maybe if they go out and get Godwin and, and bring him back. That might maybe that might grease the wheels a little bit with with Tom having having at least him there, but yeah. But I again, if what he said is true, if he really means it, that's his out. I could have kept playing, mm-hmm. but 
you know, family issues. I mean, and and I think that if, if you just here. think about the TB12 <laughs> business, it's better if he quits before he's done, obviously. Yeah. So there never can be an answer to how long could he play. Yeah. You could never – you it's, could always say he came off one of the greatest years of his life. Yeah. Right. Of course he could have played at 45. Right. right. Or even more. Right. You know, you don't know. There's no definitive answer right. as opposed to he was slipping and then he quit. And then you know the answer. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know? I, I don't like know Peyton. how Bucks fans feel, but I feel like Patriot fans, if he was pulling this here, would be very anti-Giselle. Like this would be like oh, God, she'd yeah. be the Yoko Ono oh, yes. of the Patriots. Well, know? I think a lot of people think of her that way anyway yeah. Yeah. in New England. But absolutely, Mike. Yeah. Absolutely. But an unbelievable weekend of oh, it was fun. It lived up to NFL the theater at its oh, best. It was. Did you see you. The, some of the numbers Crazy. for the for the viewers? Do you know like at the, at, at the uh, the climax of the game, the 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 end of the the two minute warning and the overtime in Kansas City, they got like a ninety share. Yeah, ninety. Ninety. Ninety percent of the televisions that were on were watching <laughs> the Chiefs build. Somebody wow. said well, what, those ten percent. They no, they got it. No, no, they got it. was no. It was like it was like two percent PBS. That was the one that got two percent, and then it was just like all cable news channels, like Fox News and CNN. Wow, but but PBS somehow was wow. second with two percent. Oh that was my real. god, that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, and then and then we didn't we didn't even talk about that guy. Just decided, oh, I forgot the game was on. We haven't we <laughs> haven't even boost. talked about you know Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Oh uh, yeah? yeah, go Joe Burrow. I think all Patriots Nation is pulling for that. that I think he just got the, sacked the again. Bongles, actually. <laughs> I just I, yeah. I don't think I'll how let, do you get sacked I nine times? I'll, still I'll win. never get you guys. I'll never get it. Yeah. I can only imagine what was going through Mike's mind like watching that game. Like <laughs> which one? how much hate watching he must have been doing with Wh- Kansas City one? and Buffalo <laughs> playing. Yeah, no, I I really I really am not a fan of, of Kansas City. It, and it's and you know Cincinnati's got like a, a 20 minute window. Like they yeah. win this game and he'll have him on the list. Yeah, right. oh, They'll yeah. be on the list too. Right. Look uh, at the, look at the stupid sunglasses <laughs> Thorough wears in the in the post game. Look at the jacket. Uh, no, I I just I don't like how Patrick Mahomes, I don't like his whole QB ensemble. I hate his helmet. I was just like sitting there like D- just totally now tearing him now apart. That's rational. I know. No, I know. I know. But then, you know, of course, yesterday he morning, like his drip. <laughs> you get he doesn't the- like Brady. I mean, look <laughs> who we did. His with. drip. Yeah, you have never heard of that. <laughs> no, I have not. That's I, your clothes. I wish. <laughs> I wish Megan was wow. here right now. Matt, <laughs> can we ask the olds to leave the studio, please? <laughs> drip, drip. Uh, I, but you know, you get on social media yesterday morning, and then it's like trending Jackson Mahomes, and I'm like. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't look. And, don't and, look, and Mike. Don't do it. Like, you I, looked. You looked. Like, I don't want to look. <laughs> like, and and I'm, I, I know I've asked this question before. How do I avoid the Jackson Mahomes stuff that everybody else seemingly is not only it's inundated good. with, but bothered to know? Like, I guess the algorithm, the algorithm knows them? you. They listen to you. Like, I, know, I, I, did, know. I did see the obnoxious fiance <laughs> or wife now. She's a wife now, right? I think. Are they married? I don't know. I did see her, like, spraying champagne all over the crowd which if i was in the crowd i would have had her arrested threw yeah. a beer at her um but i don't ever see yeah lucky. the jackson mahomes stuff no, which I, I mean i don't he either. appears to be as annoying as everybody says yeah. but i never get that stuff in my but wait, you're, in my feed. you're on i don't know TikTok. how you guys do it no right? it's not even tiktok it was just i just looked at the twitter trending page you know when he's on there i don't know if that's specifically geared to me i'm not following him i'm not looking no. for him. but it's like that oh, moment no, of like are. i can look you and are. it will infuriate me or I can put it down. Just it's put when it you down. feel uh, good about yourself and you want to say, "I want to, I want to stay grounded." <laughs> Did you see the apology that Justin Wallace had to put out because he was like dancing on Sean Taylor's like memorial? <laughs> it's like that was like <laughs> last year, wasn't it? it? Was like earlier this well, year, it was early well, whatever season. <laughs> oh, was early, yeah, whatever. I mean, he's just you know. But anyway, so what I, did he do? There's just a lot. You know, doing a stupid. No, no, no. TikTok this dance. week. Oh, this week. 
I, uh, luckily, I avoided that. I think he oh, was just with her it. when she was. Oh, okay. Full, I don't know why. What what his commentary was, but yeah. yeah. So that that's my whole Kansas City thing. I, that's that's it. You know, Mahomes like I get look, his girlfriend and his brother. I love. I, love I don't get that part. I, I get the they're good and I don't like them yeah, because they're good. Uh, that, I, res- that I respect I, how good they are. See, I get I that hundred percent. I, I loved watching the uh, Kansas City Bills game because. Whoever lost, I was happy they lost. Yeah. You know, so it was a definite hate watch game. Wow. For so me. No, that's another one. Just <laughs> yeah. like, how do you like? I just don't know how you go through life. So you must have really. Been I don't pain. care who wins. I only care that the the team <laughs> that loses. Somebody lo- somebody's going to be miserable. Right. I'll just focus on who loses. So right. you must that was like really me last Super Bowl. I'm just going to uh, focus on who loses. The Bengals win. Yeah. Must have really upset you then. Um. A li- yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe that you know two number one seeds lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at know. the same time. Yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. That was unbelievable. Just like that. First I mean, time since 2010, I believe. Mm. Was that? Yeah. Was that the Patriots? I mean, and I I chalk up the I chalk up the Titans uh, to Tannehill being Tannehill. He he was terrible. Yeah, he was. He was. That was why they lost. And and a little bit if, of Derrick Henry, if but not, not for that real fluke. The pass that Burrow threw to the back that went right off his hands and got picked. If not for that, I think Cincinnati would have won that game going away. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even with the nine sacks, I thought they moved the ball right. well enough to score points, and they were in control when that play happened. Yeah. Uh, I also thought Vrabel had a tough game. I, I don't really understand the two point conversion. I, oh, I, I didn't, didn't either. either. Why? Did, did, why are you doing? Not that? at that point. No. You why know, are you, doing you know, that? I love. I love me some Vrabel, but I, I just don't really feel That's, like there's a you know, huge. I'm gonna put my balls on the table. Well, oh, come no, on. they. I mean, they had. He did that. That was the analytic thing. I mean, like you get a yard and it increases your odds of mm. getting it. But take I don't, the point. Yeah, I just look at it as: is there a discernible difference between being up seven six and, and eight six? And I don't think there is. Now I know that you know you get another touchdown and you're up nine instead of you know eight, but I I, I just I don't no, really I, see the risk reward again. Right. It's like I'm gonna have a zero cover blitz. To what end? They're on like wh- where were they? Like on their own forty? Mm. The Rams for the last one. They clearly yeah. didn't have a, a, a huge range in field goal kicking. They had they come up short on a forty-seven yarder earlier. Yeah. Like what's the risk reward? The risk is exactly what happened. A pitch and catch, by the way. Nothing oh. nothing out of the ordinary. A great throw and a great catch to a guy who was open and a guy who had time to throw it. So if you get there, maybe you sack him. You're going you're going overtime anyway. Yeah. Like what is the what is the reward? Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't get it. Then, and I don't get the reward of the two-point conversion. There's yeah. a, another thing that kind of popped up with analytics uh, that I came across the last few days that I never really had thought about it is the player's perspective on it. And so I think of that, you know, going for two, you can debate it. But I also think there's something to say when you just kick the field goal, you got seven, you move on. But when you miss it or, you you know, you end up with six points instead of seven, how does your team react? Like, how does your team feel? Why are we dicking around with this? Can we just – like, I, I don't know how good much point. the players are on this analytics They don't tip. care. The right. analy- they don't care. The they an- just look the at the board and like, what care. are we doing? Why are we got six points yeah. instead of seven? Like, I just – I wonder if there's a segment of players that are, you know, not on board with the analytics. And, you know, we always just talk about it as the coaches and the right decision. But I think how your team reacts to those decisions, especially when they don't work. You know, maybe a guy like um, – you know, like Brandon Staley, where it's like, 
it's what I'm doing, guys. This is what we're doing. For better or worse, I'm going for it every time. And I almost respect that a, a little huge, more. Huge vote of confidence from the GM. So did it, you see that? Telesco? Did he? Did he? So, you know, at least he's unapologetic about it. But I think when you're picking your spots, it's like I, I, you just want to keep your team on the same page of, you know, what we're trying to accomplish here and, you know, what our philosophy is attacking this game. I just so. think that the, the – um, I think the bottom line is there needs to be a little bit more nuance. I, I don't care if you – like, I, for example, later in that game, the Titans went for a fourth and one. Yeah. I think that was a great idea. I, I think it was a 52-yard field goal. The one that didn't work out? Yeah. yeah. They got stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a third and one. Tannehill tried his own read, and they sniffed it out, made it fourth and one. They ran Henry, and they stopped it. Yeah. But I think that that was a better way to try to win that game than kicking a 52-yard field goal. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that I always think you should go for fourth and one. And that's what I think some of these guys do. Like fourth right. and one, it says I'm going to get it 73% of the time. And it never mm. accounts for. Right. Put it in context. It never yeah. accounts for, you know, for the 27% of the time that I miss it. And then what happens? Mm-hmm. Like, is the game over? Like the only way that they could lose that game in regulation the other day is what Tannehill did. Throwing a pick on third down. You know, like yeah. that, that's like the sort of the risk reward thing there. Yeah. We, we talked a lot about, you know, the re- rebuild, the rebuild. Um, do you think Tennessee is a cautionary tale for Patriots because they are a team that went out, got A.J. Brown, you added Julio, you've obviously got Derrick Henry. You've got the weapon pieces, but it comes down to the quarterback. You know, you and think I think they that's have the like, weapon pieces. Well, I'm saying that they w- wouldn't we kill to have A.J. Brown on I, this but team? But I think that's an take, offense that's Henry? completely predicated on Derrick Henry. No. Well, he, com- he breaks his foot. He's out for half the year. And right, right. What you see is what you get. But he was nothing the other day. He was a no, he, was, he wasn't a fact. But by the same no. token, I would say that the Patriots' offense is based on their run game. It's not Derrick Henry. Oh no, but I think people but, recognize you know I mean? that I that's not. Everyone good thinks like, yeah. hey, let's get a cu- let's get AJ Brown on this team, and then you know we're cooking with gas. So I, I think that you know it's got to go hand in hand with, with Max development as well. And I don't ever expect him to be that mobile kind of quarterback but you know I, I i think there's a lot that he needs to be able to do even if you get him these weapons which yeah you know talking about the and, you know before we turn it over to the listeners um you know in terms of uh, uh coaching movement and all that stuff uh we yes. we are hearing that uh the raiders are interested in josh mcdaniels although i don't know no, if with, they've with ziegler yes yeah and ziegler right but i think that's, it would be a combination that combination, would be the combination yeah. right but i don't know if they've actually asked permission they've not yet asked permission i think it comes down to if they give the job to ziegler then i think that's it's kind of weird don't you think well i that's who they so the only reason you'd like josh is if no i'm saying like they interviewed the gm position first right that's what i think is happening and they're going sequentially they're allowing allowing a gm to make the call right i don't know that to be sure i just saw the same stuff that you did about yeah i think it was Schefter that said that that could be a package deal yeah, uh, so Florio, I think, has been on that so, too. So Ziegler and Elliot Wolf are kind of in play there. Yeah, uh, but other than that, well, there's one other piece of news yeah. that uh, Mayo, who had interviewed with Denver, is now is apparently not a finalist. There are three finalists; he's not one of them. Right. But and Elliot Wolf is supposedly a finalist. Yeah. Where Chicago, uh, uh, Minnesota, and Chicago Mi- is where Minnesota, he interviewed. Yeah, I don't know one which one he's two. a finalist one of those two. for though. They, they were having Minnesota, him back for another talk, I believe. I think Chicago. Wow, that's quick. Yeah. Mm. They yeah, this, I think there's still eight eight openings. There are. Right? Yeah, no, there have been no hires. If they lost on the coaching. Wolf and Ziegler. Right. That's, those are 
you know, some pretty big blows to the front and office Josh, again. If and Josh, if Josh goes, so yeah. I mean, Josh would be a huge loss. Yeah, I mean, not that those three guys, especially when people, you know, some of the write-ins of, hey, pretty solid draft last year. What? Why? You know, yeah. or there's some new pieces. Bill Elliot Belichick. Wolf, Bill Belichick, obviously, will still be here, but more collaborative. Do you think there's any chance <laughs> that the Crafts would say? What do you think, Mike? You like that pick? I have an idea. Okay. Let's go and get two guys from Nick Saban school because <laughs> right. I like him, ah. and then get two guys from Lincoln Riley school because I like him. Well, what if? But we'll be more collaborative about it. Do you think there's <laughs> any chance that the Crafts, you know, look over on the available coaches that are out there? head coaches and say, you know, so-and-so is a guy that we really want, but and we don't want to let him get away, but Bill's not going anywhere. So let's just say it's Brian Dable. They make an agreement. You come in as our offensive coordinator with the understanding that you are going to be the head coach when Bill leaves. Hmm. Do you think that's, like, even possible? I, I mean, it could be, but it, it might not be, you know, like... It's a craft decision. It's no. not right. Bill's decision. I, don't I, think, I think Dable I want, would want to strike. Uh, and I also... Why wouldn't Dable stay where he is? Because if he, he doesn't know he's going to be the head coach in Buffalo. But he doesn't know when he's going to be the head coach in the Patriots. No, either. but they would he could be a head coach right now if he wants to. No, be. I, I know, but they I would mean, say mo- most likely. Yeah, you know, they would say you're gar- we're guaranteeing you this spot when Bill leaves. Yeah, but why would you want that? I don't like, I, like I think you could argue yeah. that's one of the worst jobs you could have. Yeah, being replacing the, Bill Belichick. Yeah. No, no, it's it's fair enough. Mm. I mean, that's going to be tough for anybody. Yeah, somebody's yeah. got to I mean, do for it. Though, a guy, but somebody will have to do it. You know, it. I could see them going to Josh <laughs> yeah. and saying, "I know you, you know, you're you're going, but he he's going to be gone in two years, and then the job will be yours." I could <laughs> and, see, and I, then I Josh don't think, is like, "Yeah, you I told me that five years ago." <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. But I could see Josh maybe saying, "I like it here. I'm already here." I don't know why someone would come here right. for the promise of replacing Belichick down the road. Yeah, and, that, and that's my completely uninformed uh, speculative take that Josh McDaniels will not go to the Raiders just because I, <laughs> we're of similar age. We have kids of similar uh, age as well. I would never in a million years move my kids and my family to Vegas right, right. now. There, literally, there's nowhere else I would want to live least than there. Um, why right now? Wrong, but because of where my kid – like, the, like – Sending my kids to high school in Vegas, like because of their, up, the age of the kids, not because they don't of like you know where you're at. They don't really like, have youth hockey there. They don't have youth <laughs> hockey. They got youth stripping though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they got the golden youth Knights, gambling. Right? Get arrested. That's pro hockey. But <laughs> yeah, but so you know. <laughs> no, I just I, I visited there. We have family that live there. Uh, nice place to visit. So and party. much stuff going. I on. can't imagine living there, trying to raise children there. They have like black widows oh, and tarantulas. Like, right? Yeah. Desert. It's a desert environment. I, I'm that's out. what he I'm com- out. That's what he comes. That's what I'm worth. That's they what I'm like tarantulas. <laughs> Josh. Uh, yeah. Josh, you gonna take the? No. Uh, my six. my aunt lived out there, and she was like, you know, in the morning, you have to check your shoes yeah. because they like to go in there and. Yeah, no tarantulas. Thanks. I'm good. I'm good. Because they're not. They're not like. Oh, I. I mean, so I like Derek Carr. It's not, it's not I for like me. Derek Carr. It's the snakes in my shoes. It's not for me either. <laughs> Having the interview, you make a great <laughs> offer, Mark Davis, but the tarantulas. Yeah. It just I can't overcome in that. In my shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get you little covers for your shoes, Josh. It is okay? amazing, though, to have um, to have all this stuff going on. Oh, yeah. It's never a, never a, never a rest, especially I, this time of year where it's like crazy games, but also just all this potential movement. Is it so, me, though, or is, does it probably. seem like it's taking all the teams who have vacancies a long time to make hires this year? Well, I like think it, it's two things. Well, they might one, be waiting for the other teams one, to One, I think it's the, the season got extended, mm-hmm. you know, so you are, you are like a week behind, but... I also think that teams might be finally doing the Fred Paul thing. Like, don't just rush to find the yeah. f- the, the first guy wait that, till, that, wait till that winks at you. Right, right. You know, 
do a do an exhaustive search. And I and I think that you know as an ancillary thing, um, you know, the climate I think is also playing a role. I think teams are also going to be very vigilant and um, make sure that they get minority hires and minority interviews. Yep. Um, it's a, a huge spotlight right now around the league that there's only Mike Tomlin is the only black head coach left, yeah. right? Yep. So I think a lot of teams are going to be hesitant to just run out and do something quick and then therefore get yourself yeah. you know, caught up in I, it. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying it, no, it just I think seems it's like smart. an observation. I think it's but. smart. Fred and I have said this forever. Like, Why do you have to feel compelled to, to hire a guy while the guy that – might be the best candidate is still coaching. I, right? And I think I think I've said this before too. And I, I wish that the, there would be a rule, kind of like free agency. You know, there's a start date to free agency, so you and you even have the, like the three days of the you know legal tampering, fine. But there's an actual start time to free agency. Yeah. There should be a start time to head coach and GM hiring, and that should be as soon as the Super Bowl ends. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, okay, now you can start your interviews and do it. Like, make it fair for all thirty-two teams. Well, I I hear what you're saying, but like the teams that, for the, most of the time, the teams that are looking for coaches are bad teams. Sure, I'm I'm all for giving them as much a head start as possible. You know, I want as you know, like as a, the commissioner, I want all my teams to be good. You know, so if I can elevate bad teams because. They identified a guy that they think is great, and they want to hire him right away, get a head start in the season. Let them do it. Let them do it. I, I hear that point, too. I don't know. I just feel like it should – it feels like the NFL likes to have, like, um, specific seasons, like specific yeah, things for certain I'm months. with you on you know? this. I'm like, with you on this. Like, February yeah. is combine month. Right, right, and also right. Like, like – the draft is in April. The schedule comes out in May. You got your mini camps in February June. February like, should be Super Bowl, then coaching and Coaching and fe- yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, I like that point too. What difference a couple yeah, weeks I, makes? I yeah, think, I think they and should level playing field. I think they should at least time. put some sort of – if you don't want to wait all the way to the end of the Super Bowl, I think there should be at least some grace period where there's no interviewing. Um, but it's never going to happen. So. I, I mean, because I also think it's unfair, like – you know, Dayball, you mentioned his name. He's a guy that, like, up until this right. past weekend was still, like, well, focused er- on putting a game plan together and a job. Right, like, how right. can you focus on having an interview and thinking, like, oh, my life's about to change. I'm going to become a huge millionaire and I'm going to have my own team. And, oh, but I also have to help my team win here. And maybe well, I'll that's, get a, that's where like, your agent comes in and, and right. says to the team, and that, hold on. You can't avoid yeah, that, but you can't avoid He's that. interested. Just hold on. You right, know? which is why I think right. like, yeah. the league should say to all the teams, hold on, wait till the Super Bowl ends, then yeah. do all your interviewing and hiring. Yeah. But that doesn't stop that problem because right. like Brian Dable, whether you're able to interview him or not, is still thinking about the possibilities of being no, he, coach. No, he might be thinking about it, but like if he has an interview scheduled, that takes that's time being taken away oh, from absolutely. the current job that he has. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I just think there's something to be said for I'll, I'll be having, having that period start for everybody, just like free agency, just like the draft. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be curious after all the dust season settles. workouts if there was more focus on offensive coaches than defensive coaches. You know, I just – a lot of these offenses or these, you know, guys, obviously, Dable, he's developed a quarterback. And, and uh, coming off this weekend, it's all anyone wants to talk about is, you know, having that quarterback that, you know, that, that can play that way. And, you know, it's, it's not, not, not to, you know, compare him to Gerard Mayo, but just as, you know, a defensive coach example, it's, you know, it's – you, at least as an owner, might look at that and say, this guy's going to get us on the track to winning offensively then – 
defense, even if he puts together the best defense in the whole league. Right. We still have to face Mahomes. We still got a long way to go. I I don't know. I just wonder if this is going to carry over into that. And ideally, they wouldn't worry about either one of those things. Ideally, that you want one guy. You're looking for a guy who can command. Yes, the presence. Hmm. Can you be a leader? Can you run my organization? That's the thing, Paul. I mean, forget about the X's and O's. We assume that anyone that's risen to that level knows football. It's what do you do at three in the morning when the guy gets arrested? Hmm. What do you you know? How do you how do you form your organization? How are you gonna you know? Build up your personnel department. It's all the other All of those things. All the other stuff. You know, how do you get up in front of your team and do you have their ear? Yeah. Like, are are they on board? Are they following you? Yeah. And I think that too many of these guys uh, are not not ready for that. Now, like, to Mike's point, like, you have some good young offensive, you know, Sean McVay and, you know, Shanahan. I think that good young offensive minds, maybe LaFleur and and Zach Taylor are like that. Yep. but I don't know how well they do all of those things. Yeah. Now, yeah. it certainly looks like McVay has an idea. I mean, mm. he's been pretty successful. Yeah. Now, he also has a lot of talent at his disposal, and it's not – Sure. I right. mean, they've, they've sold out. They're they're winning, and it's worked. I mean, it worked. I mean, you can't argue with how they built their team. They've, they've been a perennial playoff team. They win in the playoffs consistently. They've been to a Super Bowl. They're a game away from another one. Now, maybe they'll ultimately fall short and never win one. But it's not because of the way they built the team. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. They've had success. I wonder how many coaches are like McVeigh, where heavily offensive focused and not really that involved in the defense, or how much are they involved in the defense? You know, is that just yeah, kind of like not. I mean, what he, are you guys doing? He's had he's had veteran defensive yep. coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, he had Wade, Wade Phillips. Phillips. He had Brendan yeah. Staley, yeah. and now he's got uh, Raheem Morris, I mm-hmm. think. Right. Yeah. Um, and they've all done a really good job. I think that's smart on his on his part. Like, don't try to be something. Don't. You know, don't hire some college buddy to run your defense if you don't think he's right. You have to hire a guy who's been around a little bit. And if you know, that's not your yeah, right. You right. know, Wade yeah. Phillips was a head coach, a veteran guy. Uh, Raheem Morris mm-hmm. spent some time as a head coach yep. in Tampa. He's been around, mm-hmm. and Staley was obviously uh, highly thought enough a- after being his coordinator to get a head yep. coaching yeah, job. It's funny about Raheem Morris. I was just hearing s- they were talking about him this weekend on one of the Talking Head shows it might have been countdown or whatever and whoever was doing the talking about him said that they had talked to Raheem Morris and he admitted that when he got the Tampa job obviously he took it because you know it's a great opportunity but he was so young and and experienced as far as being in charge of an organization that he looks back on it and thinks like oh man so many mistakes I made so many things I could have done so much better and like I think that's a cautionary tale to any of these teams that just think oh i want to get the next hot shot hot shot young guy and like okay he may be a hot shot on offense but does he know all these other things that we were just talking about because those are important and you mm-hmm. know like if if you're a hot shot 29 year old coach and you know of the raiders and you get a phone call at, like you said at three in the morning and they said um yeah your star wide receiver just committed uh, a real bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? How do you deal with How that? How do you deal with that? Right. Yeah. And, Har- and, and Harbaugh, probably the other example of a special teams coach who, you know, certainly has had good coordinators, has, you know, what they've done with Lamar Jackson, whether you, you believe in it or not. I mean, at least he, you know, was able to oversee it and make a, a significant shift while, you know, still being the head figure. It's still a little bit of a throwback like, like Bill is. All right. Um, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Let's uh, hear what the listeners have to say. Uh, Reno in Tennessee has been holding on. What's up, Reno? Hey, guys. What's up? 
Hey, hey, talk into the phone. What's that, girl? Uh, you're a little muffled. What, what's going on? Okay, probably. Do something. Talking to Charlie Brown's parents over <laughs> Can there. you hear me better now? Oh, there you go. Much better, yeah. Okay. Hey, guys. Um, I have a few comments and then uh, maybe an argument, maybe. Let's okay. see how you guys feel about what my opinion is. Yeah. I just wanted to first off by saying uh, tomorrow's my birthday. I would love a shout-out just so I could show my brother. Okay, shout-out to Reno. Oh, birthday. Asshole. All right. Yeah. And uh, a couple comments. Uh, actually, I'll start off with the uh, my opinion that may start an argument. Uh I know I I'll preface this by Will saying I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I just hate him as a person, at least who he is to the media. Uh he's elite, but can we finally say that he's not clutch enough in the playoffs? I mean I, evidence I, would say that. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. I think that's a widely held belief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so like I'm not being dumb, uh, or I just thought maybe it's because I was being spoiled by having Brady no. pretty much all my life. He, uh, you're right. He, I think talent wise, he's unbelievable. He's yep. off the charts. Too yeah. many. So home, why hasn't he won more? Too many, too home, many losses. home losses. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the the stat okay. against San Francisco was amazing too. Zero for four against San Fran in the now, playoffs. In the playoffs, right? Right, it's not like San Francisco came in as such a good team. I know. No, well, yeah. th- this one, but he has. Yeah. Oh, I know. In the the, past, lo- the losses good. have been in San Francisco. Yeah, when San Francisco yeah. was a better team. Yeah. Okay, so no and, argument uh, there, Arena. Okay. Uh, and the other comment about the overtime, you guys talked about it in the beginning. Isn't I like? I know people want to change the rules, but isn't football an offense and defense sport? Isn't the defense supposed to stop them no matter who gets the kickoff? Yeah, how do Kansas City's do? I mean, that's. I mean, I get that they're both defenses played lazy and really bad, and but yeah, I mean, I that's, the argument. I that's, 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 that's the argument. That's the argument. Stop them, you know. That's the argument. That's the argument. I don't think anybody. I don't think even the most ardent Chiefs fan would say if they had lost the coin toss that the outcome would have been yeah the same. Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think Paul, I think the, the coin point toss point, winner was going to win that game. Yeah. I think that's the point. I think right. Paul's making is each both defenses were equally bad. But then the coin floss toss becomes such a factor, yeah. you know. So what's the point of continuing on the game if no matter who gets the coin, like it becomes a game of attrition? That game. Right. Well, well, well may- somebody makes a mistake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe someone scores with 13 seconds left and doesn't allow the other team to score in that 13 seconds, and they win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like because there's a time. Yeah, that's true. There's a time element they don't to it. Play. Yeah. Right. Such horrible defense in 13 seconds. That's true. Right. Yep. All right, Reno. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Brian in Indiana. Hey, Sounded Brian. Like some shots at Buffalo there. What's up, Brian? Very, do- very deuce-like. Meow. <laughs> mm. Hello. Yes. What up, Brian? Hey, bro. Hey, how y'all doing, fellas? All right. Good. Great weekend of football. Uh, I was with Deuce with the hate watching. <laughs> I hate watched two games: Green Bay, San Fran, and the KC. I hate Kansas City, but I hate them because they're good. And <laughs> yeah, but Deuce hated both teams equally. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. <laughs> so did uh, no, I was. You can take my Patriot Nation card if you want to. I've been rooting for Buffalo since they came in and passed us in that last game. And <laughs> at, at, at some point, you have to give it up. I mean, what's the harm? We've been, you know, it's, it's a legend how we've been beating these guys for 20 years. Yeah. What's the harm in them winning now? I ain't, you know. So yeah. I've been openly rooting for Buffalo, mm. and uh, I know Fred ain't gonna like this, but Cincinnati too. And I and I can't I can't um, 
wait to listen to Paul's station today. Ain't that what you call Paul's show? I can't wait to hear Greg McDard twist himself in a pretzel about how Josh Allen messed this game up. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you my prediction, Brian, because I talked about this with my brother. He's going to come up with something, Paul. Yep, there's going to be two things he's going to say. Number one, he's going to say he he didn't win the game. Yeah. He didn't win the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? You can't argue with that. I mean, if that if that if he want to make it that simplistic, then there's no no argument. Yeah. And then you know, he didn't the, lose other, it the other part is he's gonna he's gonna rail against how bad Kansas City's defense played, and they made it easy. I for mean, him. well, that's one of them games. I watched enough. I ain't y'all. I'm not Bedard. I don't break down film. Yeah, he ain't I'm not that y'all. Either. Yeah. Y'all have. Y'all have a greater knowledge of that game than I ever have because y'all been close to it for so long. That's one of them games. It looked to me like you could have transferred one of them defenses and put the 85 Bears out there. Wasn't nothing going to change. That's That was just a track meet, and it got, that's one of them, as y'all say, the game declared itself, and it got to the point where no defense was going to stop anybody. That's that's the way. I that's see. certainly the yeah. way the game ended. Yeah. Uh, in that last two minutes, I actually thought there was periods of time in the second and Thanks, third quarter Brian. that both defenses did a. a re- I mean, you do realize that fourth and thirteen play that takes place with one fifty four left. Let's just say, for argument's sake, Josh Allen overthrows him mm. and it's incomplete, or he stumbles. That he game ends twenty six twenty one. Right, 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 right. Like. You know everything that happened from that play on. That's, that's true. Made it forty-two point. to thirty-six. Right. 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 Like it would have ended twenty-six twenty-one, and you would have been like, ah, I, I actually, you know, like the, the the offenses were good, but the defenses made some yeah. plays too. I mean, I thought Kansas City did get pressure. They did. Oh, they. I yes. thought both teams yeah, had pressure did. on the quarterback the whole game, but yeah. they eluded until it. the last thirteen seconds. Buffalo just decided. And, and, well, and that's where, where like, like I know, like you know, the eighty-five Bears were a different type of defense than you're seeing today but they could get pressure on a quarterback and and then now I look at even the Ravens of 2000 I mean with Ray Lewis in this like I've never seen a more sure tackling team than that they never missed a tackle um I think they would have had you know some success maybe I'm, I, it, I it's funny you bring that up Paul about the that fourth and 13 play because when it was happening live my heart almost went in my throat because he kind of stumbled in the back of the end zone the way he was twisting mm-hmm. to make the catch, and I thought, "Oh my God, is he going to be? Is he going to drop this after getting so wide open?" Right. And he kind of he kept his feet in bounds, but I was yeah. like, "To end it that way would have been just tragic." I was already thinking, "Okay, so there's 154 left. Buffalo still had all three timeouts." I was like, "If this is incomplete, they got to find a way to get a three and out, and then have one final chance." Yeah. That's the way I would because they're fourth and thirteen. Yeah. Right. I no. wasn't thinking they were going to convert that. I just I just can't understand why defenses have nothing left in playoff overtime games. Like I just I like you know Brady Atlanta right down the field well, Kansas City. I, I'll tell right you something. Field, I mean this time right down the yeah. field. Why? Because why nothing left. Because for those big games, and I've heard like Ted Johnson and other players say this, teams get so jacked up into yeah. that game, and they just they just spend all their gas early. Then when I think then you add in like the conditions, like when it's really cold. Your body's working harder to keep yourself warm, and you're using more energy than you normally would, even if even I mean, though it's those are probably science yeah. kind of related facts that that I wouldn't argue with, and certainly wouldn't argue with a player who's been through it. I just think it's the offenses are generally better than the defenses, and you're only going to hold them down so long. So as long as the game goes, the yeah. advantage goes more and more to the offense because they're better. 
and I think that's what happened in that game, and it happens in a lot of games. Um, but and I, think, I, I, I also think, think those do get worn, especially when you're playing against Allen or Mahomes, where you're running all over the place. I think you get worn down, and I also yeah. think that the the depth on defense. I think that there's a bigger gap because again, I think the offense is better suited to overcome the loss of personnel because they're better than the. De- I mean, it, I know it didn't really show up until this game, but Buffalo really missed Tre'Davious White in that game. Yeah. Hmm. You know, because they hadn't, they didn't play any good quarterbacks down the stretch. Yeah. You know, it was Zach Wilson, Matt Ryan, <laughs> Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Uh, they didn't play any good quarterbacks down the stretch, so they didn't really get affected by losing their best player on defense. On Sunday, they were affected by it. Yeah, Kansas City lost Matthew early. You know, yeah. oh, that was oh, huge. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, was a huge, huge loss yes. for Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. and that's something your boy Bedard will bring up probably. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna, I'm. I'm almost, I almost want to listen just to hear him say, did they win? <laughs> oh, that's uh, not fair. Williams and Philliam. What's up, William? Philliam? Philliam. <laughs> Philliam up. Will. Will. William. Will, Will I am. Every time with him. Well, it's you and Hardy. <laughs> All right. It's you and Hardy. Right. I have a hard time getting the listeners to uh, the we'll, to We'll to go listen. from uh, Philadelphia to Baltimore. Rashad, what's up? It's a quick little. Yeah, short trip. What's up? What's up? Hey. Um, I wanted to say I, I definitely enjoyed the the games this weekend, but you gotta, I mean, you gotta love the Bills losing like that. You gotta. I love don't. It. I do. I, don't. I loved it. I don't. Yeah. You don't like it. It's a no pleasure. You gotta love it. No, I don't. Why are you a Bills fan now, Eric? No, I just like I'm I'm a fan of the game. Okay, and I liked seeing. I have to admit, I do have to admit, with all the bad, like the flat out bad guys on Kansas City, I was kind of rooting for Buffalo. Yeah. How can you not like? But you Josh know, Allen? like that's. It was uh, very little I, I impact on my day. I didn't care. I, you know, I, I, yeah, found, I, I, sleep over it, I found joy in watching clenched jaw McDermott on the sideline <laughs> losing the game. And then, and then when they thought they had won it with 13 seconds, there was this long-haired guy that, like, jumped on. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was all McDermott. over the place. That yeah. guy was, was all, all over, over the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> all I could, yeah. The hype man. He was like the hype man. All I could think about was Steve Belichick yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole time. And he was every time they showed the Bills sideline, yeah. oh, it yeah. was him. The hype yeah. man. I love it. He's, like, all over the place. Let's go. Let's hype. And McDermott's, like, you know, get off of yeah, me. I'm gonna get. Yeah. I'm gonna make a prediction. Assistant special teams. I just had uh, one question. I guess it was about coaching. Y'all already said something about Josh McDaniels, but if if he were to leave, do you think uh, they will go up to Bill O'Brien maybe to come back? Oh, Bill O'Brien could be the head coach of Jacksonville, right? Aren't they interested in him? Uh, he's he, got an interview he, somewhere. He's in the. Yeah. He's been making the rounds. Yes, yeah. I don't know if he's going to get a job, but yeah. Yeah, I mean. And I would be if he doesn't get a job, I would definitely be interested well, in him. Wow. Sure, I just hung up. Good he job, didn't like Artie. my answer. I, well, that's right. <laughs> a rump. That's what Eastgal and I were trying to figure out yesterday was how long the overlap was of Bill O'Brien coming into Alabama and Mac Jones leaving. It, it was like a blink of an eye. It said, "Yeah, Mac taught him the offense." Yeah, yeah, Mac taught. Bill O'Brien, the Alabama offense last offseason. I'm thinking Mac had enough on his plate last offseason, like tr- getting so ready for the draft. How did like, how did he teach Bill O'Brien the offense? No, I didn't understand weird. that. No. Somebody wrote one of our colleagues wrote that in one of their weekend columns. I can't remember who. Uh, Patty's in Agawam. What's up, Patty? Patty. Patty. Ooh. Oh, he's gone. No. Uh, oh. Todd, North Carolina. Todd, you're up. Hey guys, you. You guys hit my uh, question for the day. I was trying to think of what would be a good all right. question. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, all right. It was, Bill retires this year, out of the blue. 
you have the opportunity to get any coach that's available in the NFL or any coach in the NFL, period. Who would you go after? Now, my answer was originally I was thinking John Harbaugh because I just like his coaching style and how he does. But I think I might want somebody younger, like maybe McDermott. You know, somebody, I mean, uh, McVay. Yeah, McVay. Yeah. Or, or, McVay. Sure. or how about LaFleur? Uh, not not him. I'd take yeah. McVay. I would take, like I would take McVay. Yeah. yeah, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, you want, I think yeah. I'd want an offensive-minded coach. That's what I would want, you know. And the last question is, who? which coach currently in the league has won more than two Super Bowls? Which coach in the league currently has won more As than two? As a head coach or just? As a head coach. Cool. Tomlin's only one, right? Or did he have two? Does he have two? No, he only has one. He has just one. one yeah, yeah, Cower had the one. first one with Okay, ben. is that just Bill? I have to think it's just Bill. I think that's the answer. It's okay. just oh. Bill. And that's is just there a really point? interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I think it's hard to find really good coaches. And when you have, even if you have a really good coach, you need the really good quarterback. Or you had the Patriots and in blocking everyone right. all that time. I right. mean, you had Tom Brady. You had yeah. the greatest player who's ever played the game when you won six titles. Yeah, right. got it. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Much like okay. when he left, Rosarians right, became a great head coach. <laughs> Briefly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tony's in Yarmouth. What's up, Tony? Hey, <laughs> I have a solution for the overtime. Do away with the coin flip. Okay. Uh, whoever's the last team that has the ball in in this weekend's game with Kansas City winning on the last play of the game, then they kick off. If they have the ball at the end of over at the end of regulation, one team has the ball. Just continue on. Give them some more timeouts, but just continue on. That eliminates the coin flip. And then, if, then in overtime, you have to you, you do the same rules. If somebody scores a touchdown, it's over. Well, the if thing about that, I hear what you're saying. Team gets a possession. The thing about but that, though, it, it, all the whining. I know, but it completely changes Who's the whining? way games end because you know now you're you're Just up against football. the clock. In you know, if you know that hey, I don't have to worry about the clock at the end of the game, it completely changes the game. So, I'm not sure that works. Well, if you're if if a lot of these games are ended on the last play of the game, right? Okay. So then, so in this case, Kansas City kicks a field goal, ties the game. They in, instead of flipping the coin, they would kick off the Buffalo. I know, but think about it like this. Okay, let's say I'm down by two, or let's say I'm down by five, and there's fifty seconds left. Now I have fifty seconds in which to try to score a touchdown. In your scenario, I don't. Yeah, oh, oh, oh no! I'm sorry. It, it's tied. It's, it's tied. tied. So, it, but, but in your scenario, if it's tied, I have 50 seconds in which to win the game. But I don't now. I I have all the time in the world in which to win the game. Right? right. I, I don't think that's fair to the defense. Well, you you got you you do have offense. I don't agree defense. with his. Uh, Objection to, to that rule. No, because I just don't just understand why you can't just keep playing football. Just play football. Like why can't right. you just I'm play? With, I'm with you. Like, it's the same at the end of the second quarter. But how long are you going to keep playing for? I told you, a quarter. Somebody wins. One quarter. Until somebody – yeah, but that's that's not fair. Why is that not fair? That's even less fair. Until somebody wins – well, what do you mean by somebody wins? Is it sudden death? I want it to be timed for a period. Whoever gets more points in a time period. Yeah. 15 minutes is all I ask. What if you shorten it? What if we did seven and a half? Seven thirty. Because then that's one possession. But you could have one possession, seven and a half. That's the thing. Uh, just yeah. a little news to Thanks, share. Thanks, Tony. Uh, looks like the Vikings and Bears have both uh, found their targets for GM. Uh, yeah. Vikings, Kwesi Adolfo Mensah. Okay, yep. 
and the uh, the Bears are Ryan Poles, when, when news Chief breaks, Executive Director of Player it. Personnel. Well, so right. so that takes Ziegler out of those potential running. Oh, well, I don't think Wolf. Ziegler was it in. Was sorry, Wolf. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, tons of emails coming in. All right, John. So we will uh, when we come back right after this. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx Delivery. Game Day Spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
there's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. 
This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. And now, great moments in history. P.S. I was hoping you guys could send me some good luck. I'm a writer in progress and have just sent off a submission that, if accepted, may get me my first novel. Keep your fingers crossed for me. Well, we will. Absolutely. I know what you're going through, Claire. Claire from West... You don't know what she's going through. I do. I'm trying to get a book published. I know what that is she, like. It sounds like she sent it off. It's like in yes. the works. No, she said she sent it off. Like She's trying to get it published. Oh, well. Unless I'm misunderstanding what, what she's saying. Yeah. Well, she's hers is finished. Yeah, so is mine. It is? That's why I'm trying to get it published. The Africa one? Yes. It's a it, long time ago, right? That's another great moment from... You started it, <laughs> Eric. I know what you're going through. Fred, Fred looks at Eric. And goes, you, you, you started it. 
You can't help yourself. I know I can't. I, it's good content. I'm all about good content. All about good content. Bad guy, good content. Whatever's good for the show, that's what I'm all about. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Lots of emails coming in. Uh, let's go to Mike and Charlotte. He says, one thing that jumped out at him. me this weekend is how open some of these receivers were compared to the Patriots. It just seems like our receivers don't have the ability to get separation consistently. Is it me, or do you guys agree? I, I think it's just the offense as a whole. I mean, I don't think, you know, the, certainly they're, they could use some improved athleticism, but, I mean, these are just awesome quarterbacks with elite weaponry and fitting balls into tight spaces when they have to. Yeah. I don't know. I agree with Mike. I think it's more about what happens after the catch than anything else. I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think there's been plenty of examples where the Patriots have been wide. I think their schemes are excellent, and they get open a lot, but not for the dynamic kind of plays yeah. that we saw this and, weekend. And some of these guys are wide open, but a lot of that is you're so spread out as a defense, and it's so hard to defend. You make mistakes. Sure. You screw up coverage, yep. you know, because you have to think so much, yep. so hard. Where's that guy? Where's Jamar right, Chase? We right. got to follow him, and uh, next thing you know, you're in the blender. Uh, Rick in Louisville, if the moron coach for the Bills had kicked it short after taking the lead with 13 seconds left, we aren't arguing about changing in overtime. Stop whining. Well, you might be. You guys had every chance to easily leave Arrowhead of Victor. You want to whine about something? Whine about the little things that you lacked in the last 13 seconds. Yeah, if you played the same defense that you played in the last 13 seconds, you might have been in the same spot. Because that wasn't going to take up 13 seconds on a kickoff. So if you did the same thing that you did, you could be in the same spot. You just allow free releases off the line. Right. Um, Joe writes in. Let's face it. They didn't even come close to running out of time. They had three seconds. I know. It wasn't, it wasn't like we they didn't just barely made it. <laughs> we only need 10. It's unbelievable how quickly all of that happened. I mean, in, in fairness, he did the same thing to the Patriots. In the AFC Championship game in, in 18. Yep. They, I think it was 31 seconds, and they didn't need the 31 seconds. The last 15 or so of that was trying to win the game, but throws into the end zone, Yeah, if you recall. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, I always hate watching the Kansas City versus Buffalo game. However, I took great pleasure watching the Bills lose. They played We Are the Champions last week after beating us, and I guess they thought they had already won their Super Bowl. I agree, Joe, right with you. <laughs> My question I have is, do we think Tom will ever meet or have an off-season workout with Mac? I imagine no, but would be cool if Tom gave Mac some pointers in the offense. No, I don't think that's uh, happening. How about no? I mean, if Mac wants to sign up for TV 12 maybe, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> you know. Yeah, a good point, Mike. It's business. A little something for Tom, you know. Yeah. I, I saw a stat um, over the weekend that the, you know, the final four quarterbacks – Three of them were once the highest-paid player in the league. Hmm. Stafford, Garoppolo, and I think Mahomes is currently the highest-paid player in the league. So for the you-can't-pay-your-quarterback crowd, um, there's that. There's hope. Uh, Ken in New Jersey, there's a lot of talk that the Patriots with Mac Jones simply won't be able to compete with Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, etc. in the coming years. Certainly this competition is fierce. But the future is so hard to predict. Injuries, disgruntled players, coaching changes will have their effect. Let's see what the next two, three years Let's hope bring. Uh, things change quickly in the Good NFL. Plan. Lamar Jackson was the MVP just two years ago. Yeah. 
and <laughs> Antonio Brown wants to go play with him. Did you hear that? Oh, God. Well, I mean, that's supposed to be a point in your favor? <laughs> Lamar Jackson was the MVP a couple of years. What happened? Lamar Jackson got hurt. Yeah. Okay, it happens. But but trends do change in the NFL. You yeah. know, five, six years. But is from that really what you want to bank no. on? Like, the other teams will all collapse so we can get back to where we want to be? No. Is that is that the plan? No. Hopefully, like, Kansas City won't be able to handle it, even though this is the fourth year in a row they're hosting the AFC Championship game. Uh, hopefully one of these years they won't be able to handle success. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for? Yeah, but I, I don't think – it's reasonable to expect that those teams can, you know, stay at this high level. That's, you know, that's another thing. They've I gotta, think they've, they've already done there. it. They've got to stay Kansas there. City has already done it. Oh, Are they, they going to do it for 20 years? Probably not. Andy Reid's not going to coach for 20 years. They're not going to do it for 20 years. They've already proven that is wrong. Four uh, years in a row they're hosting the AFC Championship game. Like, we can pray that they're going to fall apart, but it's not going to happen. Enrique from Monterey, Mexico. So I always analyze why do other fans hate New England so much? It is hard to see it when you're a fan of that hated team, but now I think I know it. In my case, I really, really dislike Kansas City. And yesterday it hit me. Of course, they hated how we pulled out games out of our rear end. Divisional game versus Oakland. AFC Championship game versus Baltimore in 11. Malcolm Butler's interception down 28-3, etc. Kansas City yesterday showed me why. The same hate fans had for Tom. I feel it for Mahomes. Now I get it. They win. Yeah. That's what happens. I, I don't hate Kansas City. I just hate Patrick Mahomes' look and his girlfriend and his brother. I, I don't know. They're, they're a really good team. I, just, I don't know how you can watch that, that game and unless you're a total partisan fan, not appreciate just the Absolutely. level yeah. of football. Like, that's the way, like, I don't think that people hate the Patriots for a game like what Kansas City did. I think it's like when, if you hate the Patriots going in, you're predisposed to be rooting against the Patriots, and Lee Evans drops a pass. Mm. Mm. That would have won the game. Or Marshawn Lynch doesn't run the ball in from the one-yard line. Instead, they throw the ball, and it gets picked up. Yeah. It's it, like Brady, like, you know, th- I mean, forget Atlanta. I could give you 17 examples there. Brady throwing a touchdown pass, and you know, to win a game at the end, that's greatness. Yeah. Like, I don't think – People were rooting against Kansas City Sunday, and they're rooting against the Patriots, I'm sure. But I don't look at Mahomes and what he did Sunday and say, that's why I hate them. No, and I think a lot of people are rooting Just against teams like stuff. Kansas City. Because they win all the time. Right, because they want to see something different. Yeah. And the Bills are something new, something different. and Which was kind of why I was rooting yeah, for Buffalo. I didn't care. I right. really didn't. I didn't hate watch. I promise you. I oh, didn't God, no. I was, li- I was loving but it. But I was, was kind of rooting for Buffalo just to see a different team. Yeah. yeah. And just like right now, I don't want it to be San Francisco and Kansas City because we just had that two right, years ago. Right. Same quarterbacks, too. Uh, Dexter and Santa Rosa. <laughs> Forgot. Uh, to fix the overtime rule, I think they should start overtime with these rules. A field goal initiates sudden death regardless of possession order similar to what is now except not just the first possession. A field goal initiates sudden death? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Now, the next rule would make overtime more exciting and fair. The first touchdown scored in overtime starts a process where the team has a decision to either go for one or two. If they go for two and succeed, the game is over. I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to read it. <laughs> Sorry. Just play an extra I don't know, quarter. I don't, yeah. know, why, <laughs> I don't know why it has to be so, so complicated. Yeah. I did, I, it's intriguing, the Sophie's Choice one. Have you heard this one? No. You, you, you flip a coin. You got a lion behind the door? No, you there? flip a coin, right? 
the winner of the coin flip gets to choose where the ball starts. So oh. they can say the 35, the one-yard line. The other team gets to choose whether they want to start an offense or defense. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a Sophie's – like I could say I want it on the one-yard line, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Or we want to be on defense then. Right. I want it on the 35. You know, it's yeah. a little bit more of a, yeah. a choice yeah. there. But mm-hmm. that's it's interesting. Game theory. There's yeah. A lot of game stuff going on there. I don't like playing extra. I just quarter. like to play. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I am one of these people that's strange. You and I, Bill. I like football. You, yeah. you and Bill. Well, Paul, yeah, you're right with Bill. To like the normal flow of the game and the calls. Yeah. And the, you I just like football, and I would like Do to see football let it, let decide it play the game. Out. Yeah. yeah, let let the yeah. game. Yeah. Play I've out. never really liked the college overtime. I mean, I I can be just like everybody else and excited to watch it, but it's not really football to me. Yeah, it's and not the same right. thing. And, and like, at some point. One of the defenses was probably going to make a play, if in that scenario, right? It's like I don't think it would be sustainable to expect both of those quarterbacks to keep doing that for an extra half an hour, let's say, right? At some point, somebody's going to make a play on one side or the other, mm-hmm. and the game is going to end. But let it be a regular football play. Yeah. If you're going to do the conversion thing, then do it the way they do it, and if they score a touchdown – Make them go for two. And then the other team matches it. They have to go for two. Mm-hmm. And if it stays eight, then we keep going. But yeah. it's real football. It's not 25-yard. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. I plus, would just plus you take kicking out, so it's even more real football. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Freddie, we got uh, some problems with the, uh, the system over here. Why are you on your phone? My, uh, my email, it keeps coming in and out, so I was just – Checking the phone email. Yeah, I just like the idea of playing some semblance of what they did for the previous 60 minutes. And that's why I just think if you add a quarter, I think at least it's it's the closest replication. Yep. There's nothing perfect. I get it. You're playing for a long time. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, hockey does it. And they go six overtimes. You know, no. like <laughs> soccer did it for, um, you know, the playoffs. No more golden boot or whatever it is, golden goal. Mm. You play the you play the half. Mm-hmm. Yep, the two yeah. half. Yeah, the two, two half. extra fifty. But right. ho- uh, but hockey, if someone scores, it could be over in ten seconds, right. or right. it could go yeah. three days. Uh, Bill in DC. <laughs> after watching this weekend's game, particularly the one involving the quarterback who's going to be in our division for the next decade, I've done a complete one eighty on what the Patriots' offseason needs should be. Mm. Forget spending eighteen million on J.C. Jackson. He's good, but not great. And better cornerbacks were getting torched all weekend. It's time to fight fire with fire and take that cap money and go after at least one premier receiver and give Mac a fighting chance against the waddles and chases and digs of the AFC. Clearly, offense rules in the NFL, and for the Patriots to have a chance of success, they need better weapons than what they have now. Right now, we're bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, and those are, I mean, two of the three guys are, you know, in their first or second year. So, you know, I, I think you can do it in the draft. I want I want to get guys that are going to stick with Mac. I don't want to sign, a, you know, a guy to a two-year deal and then, you know, he's in and out. Like, I, I just – I think you signed some free agents last year and they give you kind of a baseline of guys who understand the offense who are going to be able to work with Mac. Now you build from there. Build the draft. You draft somebody now in the first round, four years he's with Mac Jones. You know, assuming they get the fifth-year option, of course. But. Uh, Efren says, why is there no talk of firing the defensive coordinators? Are they worried that Bill Belichick might I, leave I if have, they fire his son? Some, somebody, oh, our oh, defensive oh, coordinator. Yeah, somebody yes. needs to be held accountable for the 47-17 disaster. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I just, that's, 
I don't know. I mean, that's I saw read. What did I read? Just the like the whole thing of how much Bills had in the defense and all that, and he came in and he came out and then he went back again. A part of you were, it was almost hoping that like Mayo gets hired, so it would just ca- force their hand to like spin it up a little I bit. I think they're hoping that. Yeah, to to that way they don't. You know, it's like their thing of of don't do anything till you have to. Um, but they know, need to hire somebody. Somebody it's needs just to three years be, in a row. You haven't yeah. had a defensive coordinator. Somebody and needs you've that had, job. Aside from last year, you've just the defense has not gotten better. It's it's fallen apart in the biggest right. moments. And I think uh, Ninkovich was making that point last week of that like that we've been saying. Like, you got to have somebody who's accountable at that spot. And what, you know, at, on defense, so, someone you can look to. Some of the, all the players can look to and say, okay, we're taking the orders from him. Taking the yeah, orders, you know, right? It's a he, personality. It's his you game take plan. it on. You look at like Wink Martindale. You're kid, like, here's uh, the Ryan Pose you know. looks like he's 21. <laughs> yeah, young kid, huh? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Robert and Scottsdale writes in. The problem with games that go down to the wire is they greatly increase the impact of bad officiating. Flagging a bleeding and irate Brady after they missed Miller's chin shot was a 30-yard swing that cost Tampa at least three points. Meanwhile, Taunting's poster child, Tyreek Hill, is allowed a 65-yard touchdown when the rule was no touchdown in Kansas City ball on the Buffalo 30. I don't, that while, would not have been the call. Yeah. While these it would er- have been a touchdown and a 15-yard penalty on the kickoff. Right. While these errors didn't solely decide the games, the pure subjective enforcement of this rule is another black eye for Roger. I hope Tom returns because even with a depleted offense and a 1.3% winning percentage in the third quarter, the impossible was possible. If not for the, that historically awful blitz call, no matter what the uniform, he's still Tom effing Brady. Well, that's for sure. Well, at least the defense was. No it argument with that. Four, four fumbles. Uh, let's turn back to the phones, the Ace Ticket Hotline. Mike's in Texas. What's up, Michael? Hi, Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, I called in once before, a long-time listener. I called in just a couple of weeks ago. I think I was the one talking about Robert Kraft and the 20 years of excellence. Um, this time, I'm calling about, uh, and i, I got to say, Paul, I agree with you completely. It's, uh, you, you take Bill Belichick uh, as the head coach and as the general manager, right? And so uh, Bill Belichick as the head coach has won six Super Bowls. As the general manager, he's won six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know we've had ongoing discussions about those drafts over the last few years and uh, the poor drafting. And, I, and it used to be the word was that Bill Belichick was always willing to get rid of a player a year early mm-hmm. versus a year late. Yep. And what we've seen lately is he's bringing back players that have already been gone and bringing them back, and the team has gotten really old. But I think that part of it comes from Bill, the general manager, and those yeah. that, that roughly five-year yeah. period where we had you know, uh, poor drafting. I mean, yeah. you make an argument for that, absolutely. Yeah, and we talked about it, like, you know, is is impatience something that hurt them? And, you know, maybe the pressure to get back into the playoffs was so much that Bill said, I can't afford to have all these young guys. i got to get some guys that have been there before that yeah. at, at least we, you yeah, know. We I liked your theory so much I stole it on Wednesday. Oh, yeah? Last week. Okay. I did. I, I agree with yeah. I just there's there, I just there's no balance, you know. You just you brought exactly the guys back. You brought the exact team back, and they did exactly what they did two years ago. So, you know, it's yeah. just it's it's the lack of Uche of that not being. Oh, you know, if Uche was a hit, and you're working him in with these guys, and now you're facing high tower free agency, you're saying, well, hey, we got a young second round pick who's played a lot. Mm-hmm. His third year, he should be he's ready to go, you know. And and I don't think anybody's making that case for any of those guys on the, you know, on the on the second level with Jennings and Uche and Winovich, et cetera. 
Perkins. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so I think I agree with Paul that, that this year was really a reload, not a rebuild. But I think we're moving into the rebuild period because, I mean, otherwise we're going to have the same results that we've had right this past year. Yeah, I, I think that they, they, start, they started it, Thanks, but I don't Michael. think it's even close to being done. And Mike and I were I talking about this this morning. I think there is a lot of work still to be done, mm-hmm. and the least of which, I mean, most important is Mac Jones. Like, he needs to be really good. Yeah. If it's going to work, but even if he is really good, there's a lot of work to do to yep. get the the roster up to where you see these other teams. And I think the rebuild started as soon as Tom left. Honestly, uh, I mean, well, yeah, the first step was to compl- like to sort of bottom out and reset. Yeah, and then they went out and spent all the money when right. they reset. But it's not going to happen in one season. But well, because they didn't get it right. That's why it's not happening. I think they missed on too many guys. But okay, so no, let me I mean, ask I'm you a question. About, and this, I'm talking about the draft. I mean, do you believe like because a lot of people think in order to rebuild you have to bottom out more than seven and nine. You have to really bottom out. But do you believe that you can keep winning and keep competing and rebuild at the same time? Yes, I don't care about the record. When I said they bottomed out, I meant cap wise. Like no, they know. had to get rid of all of that. Okay, I, and I think that Bill said that. But I think a lot of they people, had to get rid of a lot of money. A lot of people equate. Rebuild with you know two and fourteen. No, or two and well, Bill's too good of a coach for that. Yeah, well, that's the thing, you know. So, so, but a lot of people think you have to do that, or else you're always going to be drafting middle to the bottom of right. the draft. It, you, you could make an argument that, like, signing Cam Newton was not a smart move. Okay, because you know you won a couple of games with his ability to run the ball that maybe you would have lost with the same roster. Everything else is the same. Yeah. Now, you could make that argument, but you're not going to go 2-14 and 14 with Bill Belichick as your coach. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be a Jets to beat twice and a Houston to beat and a Jacksonville to beat. Yeah. There, there are going to be teams that can't compete with you, and you have the better coach, so you're going to lose. That's what's going to happen. Like, yeah. you can't go – he's not going 2-14. and 14. But, but, you know, like, you know, the other phrase you hear is, you know, they got to tear it down to the studs. Well, that's what they did last year. They tore it down to the studs. Well, in a way, but not really. No, they did. Yeah. They did. Offensively. Offensively. I mean, Tayshaun Bauer and Therese Hall, like, this was the front seven. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, well, it was the front seven because Hightower opted out and, you know, there was other conditions. that. So, I mean, what is Hightower going to do last year? You guys all want to get rid of him now. I'm just saying he would have been playing last year. Would have been. No, but but there were other guys that were playing because you just had nothing. It was Lawrence Guy and nothing, right? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's what you had up front last year. I mean, you went out and signed a bunch of guys. I don't know how good they are, but they're NFL. Like, Devon Gotcha, I think, was not good. But he's an NFL player. Like, Tayshaun Bauer, you know, love you, mean it. Works hard, tries hard. Not really an NFL player. player. Like, that's that's the difference between what you had last year and this yeah. year. And, and Bob was just an example. He wasn't a front-line player. He came up and he filled in down the stretch, whatever. I, I know he was just the name that popped into right. my head. But still, he was one of representative of many of those kind of guys that were, you know, overextended, like D- even Dietrich Wise. I mean, he came back, but he they, doing they, a ton. And they, they worked hard, I think, trying to find some young guys that maybe. I, and I think Therese Hall was a guy that mm-hmm. maybe did impress them a little bit. And I don't know what I don't know what his injury is, <laughs> why he was out seen him? all year. But I do I think they kind of liked his physicality last year. So, you, so um, they I stripped just want, it. They stripped it down to the studs. I just want to get it clear on everyone's opinion. It's still possible. To compete for the playoffs and rebuild a team, do you believe that's true? I do. I think, yes. uh, yeah, yes. 
in that league. Yeah. I do yeah. because I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm just really getting sick of the term rebuild because we get a lot of questions as if people think that like there's just this easy well we're in the year two of the rebuild and by right. year four it's the Super Bowl yeah. See this button over here there's no right. all you have to do is push that <laughs> right. and you rebuild and in two years you're a title and, and I hate the, the, the time teams. constraints like people we get all these emails in our inbox from for SPFWs and uh, the you know, give me a time frame on the number on how long and this rebuild's right. gonna last. Right. And you that, can't do that. In you that league, that. you can't do in that. In that league, there is no time frame. Right. right. It uh, could be autumn. It could be immediate. And, right. And there's how, been, how many teams go from from last to first in that league? Right. Well, like the Bengals Cincinnati, are doing two right and now. fourteen two years ago. Right. And how many teams in the, of the thirty-two would you qualify as rebuilding? Like, wh- like you could probably make a case that. 28 of them are in some kind of rebuild. Sure. It's just the way the league is. You're always rebuilding. I just I think every season is its own challenge and trying to just build a team for that season. I agree like long term, but it's all about the draft. It's all about the draft. You get Mac Jones, you don't have all this like money to spend this year. You've got to hit in the draft again this year. I think that's where the focus has to be, but there's no guarantee that any of this is going to add up to Bang, you're right. AFC. Maybe it works out like Cincinnati. They go from 2-14, and 14, they get a quarterback, they get a weapon, they put some pieces in place, and, and they're in the AFC Championship. It, it can happen like that, but it's it's so fluid. Or, or it happens no like some of these that, other teams. Like, like, look at Cleveland. Like, they look like, okay, we got our quarterback. Mm-hmm. We're mad at guys. And yeah, then all of a right. sudden, circumstances, you know, COVID was yeah, one I mean, issue. But Kansas, like, I mean, Cleveland they, had some significant aspirations heading into yes, the But I think, I think if there's one lesson we've learned over the last 20 years, not just this weekend— <laughs> 20 years. If you have a great quarterback, it makes it a hell of a lot easier. Absolutely. It's, it's a non- Everything else a non-starter if yep. you don't have a quarterback. Right. It's exactly. like that is like the bare minimum to get in the party. Yep. Do you have a quarterback who mm-hmm. can you know, complete some passes, throw some touchdowns, put defenses on their heels a little bit? And I think we saw that at times here and there from Mack in the offense. But they they got to be better. And I think yeah. every Patriots fan was reminded of that this weekend, watching that game, and everybody's apoplectic. But a lot can happen. It's fluid, and you know they've, they've got moves to make this year. Uh, Ace Ticket Hotline, 855-PATS-500. Aaron's in Flint, Michigan. What's up, Aaron? Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Good to hear your voice again. Hey. Yeah. Um, real, real, real quick, I want to open up with a, with a, with a funny story. I, I had a FUBU TV app uh, during during uh, championship, uh, I mean, uh, divisional game. Cool story, uh, Hansel. Yep, yep. <laughs> so... So I'm watching the game early in the morning. I told the spouse I'm not getting out of bed. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So I'm watching the network. They're talking about the game that's coming on. I doze off. Wake up in the middle of the uh, the uh, Bills and Kansas City Chiefs game. What? I'm cheering, I, and, and I'm rooting for I, I don't want Buffalo to win at all. So I'm cheering for my homes and them. I get into the middle of the second quarter and realize I'm watching a 2020 AFC replay game. Because uh, <laughs> 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 I was going to say, you were watching at 10 in the morning, you dozed off, and you woke uh, up at like 8 at night? Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought they were playing first. You know, I just was all uh, Okay. Panicking. Wow. You didn't realize that it was you, you, still light out? You know what's <laughs> funny? He said this. I saw it on the guide that they were replaying that game during the day, and I thought to myself, what kind of a weird choice? It's the exact same game that's happening. I wonder if anybody, because for a second I was like, wait, it's on NFL Network? I had the yeah. same, like, but they, they got, got Aaron. Somebody screwed yeah. They got that, me. That yeah. sounds like the Ferreira story with yeah. the no-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> a- a- absolutely. So so on, on the Bill Belichick moving forward future, do you think that, and this is after watching Belichick, and you know how you guys, you know, I listen to you guys as long as I've been a Patriot fan, do you think he's becoming the, 
grumpy, stubborn old man because he has not changed his game plans in, in three games now. And that this is just what he's becoming, just a, you know, just a, you know, the grumpy old man. Yeah, I I, man. I don't know. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, they tried the same thing against Josh Allen. It didn't work the first time. But I, I don't know if Bill thought, like, he had many other options. Like, as bad as it looked, he probably thought it was going to look worse if I changed it up because – you know, and I think Hard to I, imagine it yeah, I think worse, I think I think it might have been just an admission that we're I love I love those phrases. We're not suited. We're not suited to beat this guy. You know, I just think they threw everything they could at him. They had no answers because they had no players that could win. Well, and players I think that when, would when execute. Says, I agree with you guys. I just I, I I do. I agree with you, Fred. I think you're right. But I just think it's it's wonderful to be in a position where no matter what I do, he's just going to say, well, well, he did what he thought was best. No, but I, <laughs> but I but now you can blame you know. Bill the GM for being in that position, but I think I go back to when he said we couldn't keep up. That's not just scoring points; they couldn't keep up defensively. Couldn't either. keep up, yeah, yeah. Both the sides. whole thing, yeah. both sides, yeah, yeah, and the it, whole thing. And even if I would put it on personnel and execution, it still goes back to him. Even you know, I just yeah. I just think people complaining about the game plan. I just it doesn't matter I, if I you do, don't win. Like if you can't I, win matchups, you're but, not going to. But like the reason I'm pushing back, Aaron, is I do think Bill is adapt. He he he, will, he can adapt whether it's within a game or. Uh, I do think that, like, he likes to innovate, and he likes to, you know, try things. I don't think he's stuck in his ways. I don't. I really mm-hmm. don't. Well, I I mean, I, I agree, but I also think, like, after these games against Josh Allen, if there are some interesting moves this year, do you read between the lines and think that that's directly kind of correlating to what they weren't oh, he, able to do against yeah, Josh I, Allen? Yeah, right, right. You know, do, like, is this look what, at what he does. Is this what, what yeah. you know, how, how are we going to redo this? But. I mean, really, I think like having these kind of safety hybrids and you know that it's that's kind of been his thing over the last five six years. So does it change into something new to, to yeah. deal with this? I don't know. I mean, obviously, every defense is struggling with this right now, and I think it's just yeah. simple math of eleven on eleven instead of eleven on ten, which is what defenses are are used to for most of football right. history. And, and when you get like, and thanks for the call, Aaron. When you get like Allen and Mahomes, who's so good at running, it, it it's almost like twelve on eleven. Yeah, he becomes a passer and a running back at any time, extending plays. And how many times you know, did those two guys make plays in the game where they converted a third down with their legs, or they did something with their legs that just kept their offense Mahomes, on schedule? Er, early in the game, Mahomes was unbelievable yeah. at that. They had him like three times. Right. It was kind of funny because it was kind of like the way Mac had the two plays early in the game against Buffalo, mm-hmm. where Mac. You know, had one that he eluded the rush and threw the ball to Henry, and another that he ran for the first down himself. Um, you know, n- obviously not the same kind of athlete, even though I know Max faster. Maybe. Yeah, oh, sub five, sub five, so, yeah. sub five. <laughs> Max faster than Mahomes, I know, but um, it, it's it's amazing how you feel like you have the right play. I mean, what do you do on like fourth and three against Buffalo when? The big, the big dopey quarterback just takes the ball and says, "I'm going to plow over you, right? And you're not going to stop, <laughs> right? Right? Like, we just have a spy on them. I, I think, it, yeah. it, you know, in, in retrospect for the Bills season, and I and I don't know for sure if this is what they did, but you know, I I keep recalling the day after Christmas when Mike declared the game over in the second quarter and was right, by the way, um, and we just kept looking at each other and said, "How can you continue to ask this guy to do this?" Every game, and and now in retrospect, when I look at the the entirety of their season, mm. I think that they said we don't want you to do that. Don't do that for ten or twelve weeks. We'll do it when we have to. Yeah, because I think he played the last six weeks entirely different than he played the first ten. 
you know, in my, in my opinion, anyway. Well, well, just from watching from afar, I didn't see him running like that, not with that kind no. of power. Um, but I think it, it emerged, too, with him taking the checkdowns and, and not, not being as stupid aggressive, too. I think yeah. that was a development I kind of saw a little bit in his game. I, I mean, hard to say. Certainly in our, in our years, game here but, at Gillette. You know, I, I mean, I think a lot of ways, those little swing passes to the running back, that, that became their run game. Well, in, in, our, in, our game in our game, too, like where the those problems for him usually happen are when he's under pressure. Mm-hmm. And he's running, trying to avoid a pre- – you know, well, he was never really under pressure against the Patriots. Uh, some yeah. news out of Buffalo. Um, they're going to be streaming live the raising of the divisional win banner. <laughs> so um, fans I have can look a, I have a developing that. thought on Buffalo. Okay. Um, what do you think of McDermott? I think he's an okay, but I think I think he's a little bit in his own head right now. Well, you kind of sp- spurred something for me. Yeah. Um, you. What do you guys think of McDermott? I think he's a good coach. I think he's fine, but I think a lot Better of the than average is going to Dable for developing Allen, and and you know I think he's got a good solid defense. What are you thinking? Ah, me, me. McDaniel, ah, I like McDermott, it. I like it. Dable, up. give Dable the job. Oh, hmm? wow. Well, that's a, that would be a good example of the owner saying we can't let this guy yeah. go. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm not sure about the guy that I have. Right, right. Like yeah. if I was, I wouldn't worry about the guy leaving if I thought he was great. Yeah. If I had Belichick. Yeah. yeah. Like I, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. Right. But hmm. I'm just wondering if they have some, oh. you know, some concerns about. Oh, oh you, have, you have some news? Brian Dable, head coach. No, Sean Payton stepping away. Yeah, oh. I, oh. it's been all over NFL Network oh, this dang. afternoon. I thought they might have. So that makes nine for Chef now. Nine, nine. That's one of those opinions? like when you when you watch NFL Network and they're sort of belaboring mm-hmm. a topic Something and you comment. sort of wonder, do they yeah. already know this is happening? It's the Kevin James interesting. Movie. Just oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Saints are hiring Kevin James <laughs> to be their new head coach. What? <laughs> Playing the part. So now there's another one. Now the problem there is there is no quarterback in place. So that needs to be um, rebuilt. If you're going to be a, the coach there, you have to have some idea that you're going to get Wilson or Rogers or mm-hmm. Brady or you know or somebody. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Watson. Right? No. So so Kraft say, okay, Sean, you come in, you be our offense. McDaniel's leaving. You be our offensive coordinator. When Bill leaves, you're our head coach. Sean, Sean who? Peyton. Peyton? Oh, Peyton? You think he stepped aside for being a head to coach be, because he <laughs> wants to still be a head coach. Here, yeah, at New England. Like, again. At New England. Better the ownership. Good team. Why? Better good team. ownership. Yep. Better ownership. Quarterback stability. Yep. Uh, no. Sean Peyton. Next head coach of the New England Patriots. I like it. Sometimes I can't even do A lot of respect. <laughs> Mutual respect. Even, even me. Sometimes I can't argue. Uh, Jeff's in Texas. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, enjoy the show. Uh, I just want to make a quick comment, and then I got a couple of uh, um, things I want to bring up. Um, I really enjoyed the, uh, the weekend games. Unbelievable. And I got my wish. The Rams beat Brady and the Bucks. So baby Brady can retire. <laughs> And uh, Chiefs beat the Bills, so I really like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I just want to say I agree with Fred. I mean, I don't think we're as far away as um, you know m- making some of the fixes that we need to do and just be more competitive uh, next year. I mean, I don't know, you know, about playoffs or whatever, but just being a better, more competitive team, um, you know, like in the draft, getting a. Um, you know, a real number one wide out, um, getting a good cornerback and, and um, you know, a linebacker. And one thing I, I really like, like, not far away at, at all. Rams, I mean, they had, they had Aaron Donald, 
and Vaughn Miller. And I mean that 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 combination is unbelievable. If we could just get one guy, yeah, where the other the offense has to account for that guy all the time because he's so disruptive. What a difference that makes. You know, we never we never got pressure on any of the quarterbacks. I mean, I don't think any games we got pressure on any quarterback. I mean, that would be huge. Well, I mean, I think at, at times this year they had pretty good pressure. Didn't always result in sacks, but I think they were disruptive at times. The first half of the year. They yeah, were. the first half of yeah. the year. Yeah, I mean, remember, Judon had 12 and a half sacks in a blink of an eye. Yeah. You know, that was in like right. 13 and then he, and then he kind and of then he fell off. So mm. Right. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, he can regain whatever happened there. We don't know, but he stopped um, playing. And then well. I, I do agree with the other caller uh, about J.C. Jackson. I mean, um, you know, maybe you know that money could be better spent, uh, spread around more. A lot of people um, feel are agree uh, with you now. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing what happens yeah. when you don't play well in a game. <laughs> you know, and then I guess you know, and then the other obviously the other things is you know. Uh, Josh McDaniels, does, does he end up leaving? or So the coaching staff, I'm sure there's going to be some turnover there, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, for the better, whatever happens there. And and then uh, also just, you How know, the hope to see when we get into spring training and everything, we see Mac make uh, progression in year yep. two. Yep. And that's what I have to say. Yep. We're not you. far away. Uh, <laughs> but I do think I, I think only all, a five minute explanation. I, I, I think if jo- if Josh leaves, that's going to be highly disruptive. Yes, yeah, I believe absolutely. I yeah. Um, yeah. How old is Peyton? Sean Peyton. I don't know. He, I, don't know. I mean, he's, he's not like Belichick's age. I think he's right? in his no, 50s. he's not seventy. He's in 50s? Probably late fifties. He's not. He's that's not. I, he's not fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. I, I was going to say sixty. Yeah. So. Th- is does anybody find it curious why he's deciding to step down now? I don't know. He's got a lot going on. He's one of the, I don't know. He's just he? always one of No, it's just he's always one of those guys I feel like that has things going on. Is there some Well, you know? I, there, I just asked because I wonder if is there some sort of scandal that he's anticipating coming out? I, oh. I don't know. I don't know. You never know if that's a See, reason. I'm just wondering if it's he It's the just Kevin James movie. He doesn't want to be a part of <laughs> He doesn't want to I'm answer for if it. He <laughs> just feels like there's no chance for him to get a quarterback yeah. and he just figures just I'll I'll go now and, and then See, maybe maybe, maybe not as the offensive coordinator. I mean, no, but he waits a couple years. Eric's, Bill retires. Point, you don't usually just quit. Yeah, you know because but he's been rumored to be leaving for like five years. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Oh okay. That's the only thing. Yeah. Now I think it I don't seems think a little odd. I don't think me. I agree with Eric. I don't think it's it. At fifty-eight, I think he's probably going to coach again. At the Patriots. That, that, okay. <laughs> yeah. After Bill leaves, you know, yeah. takes a couple years off, recharges batteries, still in the Parcells tree. Yeah, mutual respect. Oh, oh now, now we like Parcells. Uh, <laughs> I, I never said he wasn't a good coach. Okay. Oh God, I forget. I, I never said he okay. wasn't a good coach. I forget okay. who tweeted it, Paul. I wanted to Just run. Said he shouldn't you. be in the Patriots Hall of Fame. That's all. <laughs> I uh, okay. oh God, who tweeted it today? It might have been Tommy, but somebody said that Parcells was like the best in-game manager of anybody, and I wanted Robert to run Kraft that by you. That. Did Robert Kraft say that? Robert, I, I he said he's the best sideline side coach, coach in the history. Uh, of anybody who could the judge. Yep. Sideline management, it would be Paul Perillo. I, I could like, No, it was great. I never had a single problem with a single thing he did at the end of the game. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you that kind of <laughs> No, stuff. no, no. Uh, just something I never heard about I think, ourselves. I think Bill is largely um, outstanding in that regard with clock management and stuff. Mm. Now, there's always times that I second-guess him, mo- uh, most hard. notably the Super Bowl against Seattle. When Malcolm Butler picked off the pass, I think that was gross negligence. Not, I know, call, not calling timeouts. And and he acknowledged like it was a weird thing. Like he really thought about it, and 
he was looking over at that other yeah. sideline and he saw a little bit of chaos mm. and he said, yeah. I think that's a great explanation to explain why he didn't call timeout when he should have. No, but I know, but you see, you have film of him like hands on knees staring across the field when he should have called timeout. And yeah. he admitted, normally I would have called timeout. Can I just ask you a question? What? Yes. No, he never does anything wrong. I want to know what, what you feel. No, no, no. What, what you would feel if on that play they handed it off to Lynch and they scored a touchdown and now the Patriots lost because they didn't have enough time. Would you say it was – and then Bill said after the game, I didn't call timeout because I looked over across the field and I thought I sent some confusion right. on their sideline. People right. would, people would How would you feel about that explanation? Well, I guess I was wrong. He was wrong. His instincts were wrong. Guess they had it all but, put together. But no, but I, I didn't ask you whether or not because I think his instincts were wrong anyway. No, but his instincts were right. Just because they threw the ball doesn't mean there was confusion. But he, but whatever reason, like he, it's not like he said no. You know, like he brushed off the question. He admitted. No, I that, know because it worked out for him. No, That's but, why he didn't brush it off. But he admitted that calling a timeout made sense in that situation. Right. He never said, which that, is an easy thing to admit when it works in your favor. I know, favor. but he never said he he didn't consider it. He did consider it. Right, but I, I'm saying, you know, play the what-if game. Yeah. play. He play. would have been wrong. It would have been a bad move. He wouldn't have said all the things that he said is, my, is number one. He wouldn't have said, I just looked over and saw them in confusion. No, he wouldn't have said that. And I'm just asking you, if he did say it, how you would feel. Like, he thought you thought you should call a timeout to give yourself some time, and you looked over and you said, I can read his mind from, uh, you know, 60 yards away, and I thought there was confusion over there? That's really the, that's the explanation that you're giving me. You looked across the field and thought there was confusion on the other well, sideline. He stared. This, he was this, staring. This makes sense to a rational hands human on being. His knees, and he was right. I mean, like can't that's just, the that's the stuff. Like I have to like take my chips and leave the table <laughs> because I can't handle that. That's great for the Fitzies, Jerry's, and Mikes <laughs> of the world that, that you can live in this little cult and think that that makes sense. We are a cult member now too, I because it, because it works. Fred, I think there was. Se- I, I think there's video evidence to support what he was saying. that he was looking at the other sideline. Yes, there's yeah. video evidence of that. Yeah. Yes, there is. Uh, so and thank God he he did that. Thank God. Thank God. No, thank God. They threw the ball. Right, and they were all screwed up. Thank God. They he knew it. So he wait, saw I, it. They, didn't, I, they weren't on the wrong page. You, they, so they, they, they did that on purpose. All right, one more one yeah. more call. Uh, Jarrell is in San Antonio. What's up, Jarrell? Hey, guys. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, First-time caller, long-time listener, you know, whatever. Uh, anyhow, just a quick question. Um, first, a uh, real quick thought. Uh, I want to hate the Bills, but I just – don't I can't I think they are like a really fun team to watch and I agree I can't really yeah. hate them you know yeah. I, I can't hate them uh, so yeah. uh, to my point uh, do y'all think that we might be victims of our own success with with our team meaning that uh, we have an inability to draft high in the draft because of our success I mean I'm seeing the same thing right here in San Antonio with the Spurs long time success because of the big three and now we're like in perpetual mediocrity uh, for the past few years because we don't draft high enough and we haven't been bad enough that we get a high draft pick. And could that be the same thing that would happen uh, to us? You know, we want to still compete. We don't want to. We don't want to have a loser, a losing season. But at the same time, that puts us in the middle of nowhere. Being able to draft, you have to. Uh, you just have to draft better. I, I mean, yeah. look, Pits, Pits, Pittsburgh's a, a, yeah. a the great NBA. Exit. The NBA is very hard yeah, to draft at the top of. The, you know, like you have to have a top three pick, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Th- right. There's plenty it's of different. NFL teams that draft, uh, yeah. you know, really, really well without high picks. Yeah, Pittsburgh is a good example. I, I'll tell, you want to know what team that drafts really well without any picks at all is the Rams. Thanks, Jarrell. Mm-hmm. The Rams have a like a laundry list of like third, fourth, fifth round guys that play huge roles for them. Yeah, like you can you can get players. Yeah, like Mike, we keep Mike and I keep talking about this wide receiver yeah. thing, right. and one of these years, <laughs> damn it, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to get one of these second or third round guys Who's, who makes an immediate impact. They're all out there. They're all out there. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back Thursday, and I got a feeling there might be some news, not just with us, but with. Yeah, going around the league. A lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, we'll talk to you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.